Hey everyone, Frosty here. I finally started getting these shows uploaded to various podcast services again. Some of these episodes are a bit older than the day they became available on the service you are currently listening to it on, so please keep that in mind. One other quick note, these shows are now also sponsored by a wonderful company that provides two Japanese snack box options, Sakoriko and Tokyo Treat. They're both great options, but act a little bit differently. Tokyo Treat is solely focused on snacks that are the latest, most exclusive, and that are the limited edition or seasonal flavors of snacks you might enjoy now. So things like Sakura Pepsi and Japanese Sake Kit Kats. Also comes with ramen, drinks, and much, much more. Sakura is solely focused on supporting the local Japanese snack makers, which include traditional, authentic, and artisan snacks. They'll also come with Japanese teas and special items like tableware. If you have any interest in either service, please use the affiliate links in the description. Each sign-up supports what I do here with MogTalk, and it would be greatly appreciated. Just in case, the URLs are team.tokyotreat.com slash MogTalk or team.sakura.co slash MogTalk. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Mog Talk. Today is Saturday, July 22nd, 2023. If you guys are unfamiliar, Mog Talk is a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community, discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing. And today we have a, a new type of Savage we'll be discussing, which is the Criterion Dungeon uh, and its Savage Mode. Uh, recently doing a world uh, race for it. We uh, brought on the winning team. Mental stillness, or at least most of the members from it. Uh, before we go too much further, I'll have you guys introduce yourself, if that's all right, and we'll just go alphabetical order, I suppose. Uh, Ash, you want to go first? Tell everybody who you are and kind of what you do. Um, yeah, I'm Shalia. I'm the first range in mental stillness. So we played first range in Criterion. We went double range. So cool. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Please. Hi, I am anime profile picture number ninety-three. Uh. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I was doing uh, outside uh, call-outs and strats for this. Typical. Typical. Alright. Shin? <laughs> Tragedy. Shin, are you muted? Okay, Shin's dead. Send off? Hi, I'm the tank. I eat all the damage downs and still somehow clear. Okay. Okay. Alright. V? Surprise. <laughs> God damn it, shit. Alright, shit, go. Oh, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Who you are and what you do with the hi. group. Oh, hi. I'm Shin. I'm Mental Stone. This is Healer. Okay. Okay. Vi? Uh, I'm Vi. I didn't play. Oh, okay. He's in melee. Okay. He, he's usually the melee, but he was doing outside stuff as well. Okay, okay, okay. And Sophia was also in the group, of course, uh, but was not able to make it today. Uh, but yeah, no, this is uh, really awesome to have you guys back on here. Uh, for Criterion Savage, it seems so. Uh, how do you guys 
feel about this content, I guess, in general, while you're a prog in it, it does it feel like, I know we're not getting our ultimate or anything else, but does it feel like at least a minor compensation of getting some level of fun out of uh, Final Fantasy XIV battles? I am Criterion's strongest defender. I am a huge fan of this content. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, now, when you say you're like a huge fan of it, uh, do you mean that because of uh, you enjoy it as... Just just explain why do you enjoy it? Why are you saying well, you're a huge fan of it? I mean, usually like the little like mini fights are almost like mini boss gauntlets, which are relatively quick usually, which I do enjoy. Um, and I mean, it's just usually new fights, and I usually like new fights. Especially so, Warprog is always good. Yeah. Even if the name is something different from like Savage or Ultimate. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you enjoy like... the gauntlet. Yeah. You, you enjoy the Savage version of this content too, not just the Criterion version. You enjoy the implementation of Savage. I think Savage is fine, honestly. People will tell you about how there's like no rewards or anything. But the housing items right there. Okay. I mean, <laughs> no, nah, but like, like materia. No, nah, but like for real, like I feel like if the material wasn't there, nobody would be complaining about Criterion rewards, and people would just like maybe like stop doing it after a while. But I think it's it's fine. It's like a challenge mode to get you uh, a title. It's kind of like ultimate. Right. People like that, right? No, yeah, I think so, and I think that uh, you you aren't wrong. If they, it feels like the material is kind of a slap in the face. Uh, if they just didn't put it there. It's funny because I used to say this. I used to say that um, for ultimate totems, you should be able to trade them in for materia after you get all the weapons. And like they took my advice, but now everybody else hates it. But like you have another use for your books now. It owns. It's just that not. It's not exactly like the material. Material isn't the reward. It's mm-hmm. like the. It's like. The, at most, the reward for the book is like the housing item, and the real reward is just like clearing it and the prestige of it. Right, right. I mean, that's kind of how ultimate is. Uh, except for you get really, really good weapons from it that sparkle. That's fair. Crazy. The weapons are there. Yeah. But uh, all right. Uh, what about everybody else? How are you? Got how did you guys feel about the uh, prog aspect of the Criterion Dungeon? It's fun. This uh. Criterion's different because they try to do something like the type of mechanics that you see you typically at least in the two sample sizes we have you won't see them in an 8 man you're not really going to see them in a 24 or 48 man and you're not going to usually see them in a 4 man dungeon because they're too hard for that so they're actually giving us unique mechanics that because they're side mechanics they don't pull too many punches i mean they kind of do they still do but they they have like a really interesting balance especially with this one Mm. like the last one there's still a lot of like brain checks in a way like mental brain things that you have to start constantly looking at especially in the final boss with the portals and the rotating that that gets a lot of players this Mm -hmm. one had a lot of the same themes throughout the whole all three bosses but this time around, I feel like they made them harder, but they didn't punish you as hard for it. You got a damage down, and if you did stuff like stack enough mitt, even in Savage, you could survive messing up the mechanic. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. something which then it's like, okay, because the DPS check isn't that tight, tight, you don't have to worry too much about being perfect, even in Savage. 
especially if you put any kind of mitt on something, you don't have to be perfect. You just need to not royally mess it up. You can be slightly off in yeah. a way, and you're okay. And I, I kind of like that design, because I'm also able to go back in with other players um, a few days later, mm -hmm. and we're not wiping... I mean, we are wiping constantly, but we're not wiping to stuff like portals, where there is no recovery if something goes wrong. Right, so, right. I liked it. Okay. Uh, Shin, coming, kind of coming from a healer perspective, did it feel like uh, enjoyable? I mean, you know, healing dungeons feels pretty much miserable as a healer for most of the time because it's just easy and you're just kind of spamming AoEs the entire time and trying to keep uh, newer players alive might be a little bit difficult, but going through this content, seeing challenging four-man content as a healer, did it feel good by any regards? Um, I think it was uh, kind of standard fare, mostly, especially a normal mount. Nothing really spiked damage or made you have to think extra about what you had to do. Mm. But in Savage, you know, standard Criterion, mobs hit a lot harder, so you're actually right. having to heal your tank more. And if people, if your DPS rip threat, that's a problem as well. I mean, did uh, your group die to mitigation issues often? Uh, we got caught like twice, I think, in Savage. With the ghosts in the first boss, we had to. We had, where there were like two instances of like damage spread out in the pairs mechanic. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot what the other one was. I think it was boss two. It was during like the. It was still the first boss. It was like the dynamos with pairs and whatever, chariot pairs. Mm. Oh yeah, that too. The thunder beast. They're both in boss one then. That, that will... After that point, I think I respected more of the mechanic raid damage wise in boss two and three. Oh, okay. Because that'll almost kill you even in normal mode. I think if you put if you put no shields, I think it does kill you. Mm. In normal mode. Okay. Maybe okay. I'm just running with a bunch of full crafted people as of late. Well, I mean, uh, you won't always have shields, right? Because you only have the if you get like a white mage in there, or like, well, I mean, I guess you'll have. I mean, you have like the single yeah. shield for a single party member, but like yeah. you have you have a myth to compensate. Right, right, right. I'm assuming people are taking a sage or a scholar because I would not take an astro personally. White mage, I guess, but sage is just it's it's when you have four man content like this it has to be clearable with both a regen healer and a shield healer yeah i don't think anything actually one shots you because everything's like in two the damage is like, in like two steps so it gives the non-shield healers a chance to heal in between damage instances mm -hmm. yeah okay okay because the raid wise give you like what an instant initial damage plus a bleed or whatever so that's fine for healer regen healers Mm. And then the spread and dynamos, it's two step downers so you can heal in between hits. Okay. Uh Klee's, uh Vi kinda coming out of uh well, I guess like the uh, fifth man, sixth man on this. Um how did it feel kinda going through that content uh from the outside perspective? I mean the main the main thing about being like outside for Criterion Savage is that uh you do all your work in normal mode and then when you go to Savage you're just kind of sitting there calling stuff since, like, you're basically you're done, right? Yeah. You're <laughs> cheering. Okay. So, like, you know, it was, it was fun during normal mode, but, you know, 
I, I understand why Savage is just like like that and it's fine, but as like a an outside like raid member, it definitely is a little boring since you're just kind of you know, waiting. Right. But it's I mean, in theory, Savage shouldn't take that long. Yeah, in theory Like we knew that we should knew... be the least of it, which it actually was in our group, but Yeah, yeah. it was like ninety minutes, I think. And Ooh, almost all of that. it and all and pretty much all of it was like ad space, I'm pretty sure. It was like the, 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 the trash in between Criterion has always been the hardest part. Like, people talk about Boss 2, Boss 3. Man, that fucking, the Windy Bridge, that shit is <laughs> insane. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I like it, but man. Yeah. They did really good with the trash there. Uh, I mean, it was completely unexpected, especially with the, uh, what is it, the... The Slender Man uh, at the very beginning, uh, but that was in normal mode too, uh, where yeah. he just kind of wrecked people. Uh, I for... like how they uh, they try to like make the trash a lot more interactive in Criterion Dungeons. Yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm a fan of it. Like you had to work around the trash, right? You had to like. Yeah. Uh, it's not really trash. Yeah. Yeah, we've never had to do something like that. I feel like in this game, that I can uh, remember. What was the same? Well, the first one we didn't have to kite the boss, the enemies around that like square at the start. Brother, to avoid. the second set with the patrollers. I guess, but you found a single spot and you kind of just hung out there in the corner. It became a DPS check. Hmm. You ran to like the top left corner, killed the first one, and you're just like, we need to kill this before the second one appears because if you're back there, the third and fourth will not come across your path so it's completely safe you're able to afk brain off once you figure that out yeah, yeah but from a progress perspective you didn't know that yeah, you're just like moving true. it around true in prog in mm-hmm. first few pools you did not know that yeah so it seems like they kind of got onto that and just made it a little bit more forced uh so even when you're reprogging it you're, you're gonna have to kind of interact with them um and i think like you're right uh, it's been sort of i guess back in coils they had trash that kind of was a little bit where you had to work with it right uh, i mean world of warcraft copying days it's right like, like the trash was i guess in like t8 you had like the, the the big like area before the boss t7 you had the elevators yeah i guess that's fair yeah yeah you had the elevators i mean they had trash just that was one of the bosses <laughs> of the first coil, right? Uh, what was, was it? That was a fucking arena for speedrunning. <laughs> well, for that the bottom first, you got the loot from five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, like, it is good that they're actually getting back into it and experimenting with this a little bit, too. Uh, because that's what we've been sort of missing. I, I mean, I have, personally, is how to interact with uh trash because back in the old school wild days you know you would trap something you would, you'd plan out the attack at pulling mobs and like heroic dungeons and stuff uh and we've all kind of missed that a little bit so i guess this is just their way of trying to do that for final fantasy here um but yeah no that that's awesome i'm glad you guys enjoyed it at least going through it uh you did mention something that was really interesting too uh how savage was only a few hours for you or not a few hours 90 minutes you said right yeah i 
might have been that it was long. One hour. It was, uh, I know it was like the first time we got through the first boss, we played that. Mm -hmm. That's not abnormal. That wasn't abnormal, though. It was. It was there. abnormal. Uh, to be honest with you, the I, I don't know if it was because the groups did it to themselves or not, but most groups went back into normal and they just sat there and they just practiced the bosses uh, over and over and over again. Uh, this took longer than the first criterion to clear and get the world first on. Uh, and most of the time was spent in Savage. The first uh, normal mode was actually cleared in like three hours or so, right? And then Savage, it took like almost nine hours afterwards to get the Savage so that, clear. That seems weird to me because SE, we know how their formulas go. Like, we know how the game is done. They don't change things up too much. When they have a way that they do things, they keep doing it. So you kind of knew that Savage was just going to be the same as last time. No, you didn't. Because... Oh, do you mean? Oh, you mean it was like nine hours this race? No, I'm saying you like knew sorry, it was yeah, be... the formula they were going to use on this was the same as the formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, you knew Savage was just going to be damage. Like it's going to have more health and it's going to do more damage. So because of that, you can just spend time in normal, and we handled it in a depend kind of controversial way. It depends on how you're looking at it where we just kept pulling the first boss and then the, and the second boss until we had them down. Like, until everybody knew what they were doing, and then you move on to the next boss. Mm -hmm. There was also a lot more puzzles to solve this time around. The first Savage really didn't have too much in terms of puzzles, like portals, yes, and the final mechanic with the tripwires. But, but in this one, it felt like we had more to sit down and talk about, solve, do puzzles. But yeah, we still didn't move on until the end. Mm -hmm. So that's why we took like six hours plus to do the first, to do just normal. No, yeah. we cleared we cleared normal within the past ten hours. Yeah, we could have cleared <laughs> much faster. Yeah, we could have cleared it faster, but um, I'm stupid. But okay. That's beside the point. Well, here's the thing. There's, there's two different ways you could approach Prague. Knowing this form... Well, there's three ways. You can blast through normal and go straight to Savage. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. That doesn't work. You're not going to be perfect because you have to be perfect for Savage. You can then blast through uh, normal and then go back into normal and take each fight one by one. Or you can do the first boss, get that perfect, go to the second, do that, and then go to the third. I think that in terms of learning and solidifying in your brain how to do something... It is best to do the first boss until it's perfect, then move on, then do the second, and then do the third. Because if you do everything and then come back, you're going to be thinking to yourself about the third boss when you're on the first boss, for example. Like, the ideas are going to be in your brain. Mm. And you don't want that. You don't want the distraction there. No, so, I got you. So you're, with, you're saying, like, not even try to clear normal until... You You're ready. Completely... Okay. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a goals thing, right? Like, is your goal world first normal or world first savage? Mm -hmm. If your goal is world first normal, obviously you're just gonna skip as far as you can. But we were just going for savage, so right. we decided to just like you know we even held DPS to see all the mechanics of fights to make sure that we had them since you know mm -hmm. savage was gonna have more health anyway, so we were gonna see them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, counterpoint though to this is. If you keep going the whole way through, 
you're going to eventually see the final mechanic of the second boss, you know, with the towers and everything. You'd see that, and you could get footage, and then your outside team tries to solve it while you're learning the first boss. Same thing with the third fight. You can do enough damage to skip things, but you could get all the pieces so that your outside team can help solve it. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm partly thinking the best strategy to doing this is to do two teams. So two teams for the same like group of players where one group is like, this is your cracked learning team. They're the ones who are going to stay on the first boss till it's perfect. And then the other team is blasting through to get all the info. So that group is trying to solve everything while you're getting all the consistency down on the previous ones and they just hand you the strats. That will probably be the easiest way to do it because then like we got stuck on some spots because we were solving. You mm -hmm. could remove that whole thing and you remove a few hours off of uh, off of Prague. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I mean, that makes sense downside. if you're going to go like really hardcore on it. Uh, I mean, it's this content's so scary uh, to consider a race, to be honest with you, uh, because it, 12 hours, that's almost as no, like the first Savage of a tier. Or of an expansion, right? First Savage of Expansion, is that's around the same amount of time it takes. So this is like a valid race to track, but if you clear normal in three hours and then you just blast through, Savage shouldn't take that much longer, right? I always expect it to be cleared within the next hour or two. Uh, but I guess if you think that it definitely requires a lot of studying and understanding of all the fights uh, before moving forward to Savage, uh i don't know i mean to be honest uh when we cleared and i just went on your stream to like see how behind we were and we were first i was like hella surprised like i'm very surprised that we weren't like three hours behind or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. same i feel like this content is going to eventually be optimized at a point to where it's going to be cleared a lot faster uh i i don't know i can't I don't think it's going to keep taking 11 or 12 hours each time um, well, well of course. I mean, like the differences between this and regular savage races, you can make mistakes in regular savage races, mm -hmm. and you yeah. can't hear. So, well, you can. Remember, you can take you can take a damage down. Says the tank. Mm -hmm. No, everybody else can as well. Coming from the tank, dude. everybody else can as well. It. If you just Already put enough the leaderboard. Damage down I mean, I definitely have like six on our clear. But damage down leaderboard. <laughs> I did not. I had a throbbing headache at the end. Oh. I did not. Yeah. 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 Final Wait a minute, are you making excuses? Our... Actually, just tank LB and then <laughs> tank some hits. Yeah, for True. the for the water mechanic at the last boss, that mechanic is like really can really fuck you over. It's one of those mechanics that like it like very simply to, simple to like like understand, but Sometimes you just get fucking parallel, parallel, diagonal, diagonal, and then you just mm -hmm. want to like cry yourself into the water. Yeah. So our original strat was actually just tank LB there to make sure that we lived through it. Was it? I don't remember ever tank LB being that. We never did it. We I think I heard you call for it when, when I was going through it, hunting through the clips or something, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, I, d I definitely called it. Like, yeah. prepared to tank LB or something, but oh. he didn't do it. <laughs> that was for the final mechanic. It was because like it it ended up being like not a hard pattern anyways. So. Mm -hmm. Man, that is, it's it's weird. I have a weird thought on Criterion, at least uh, at least opinion wise for how 
if I think it's good content or not. I think it is good content here um, overall. Uh, and it was exciting to watch the race, even though we didn't even watch your team for so long because we were just dying to get someone who was actually going into Savage on the stream. <laughs> so we started focusing the point of views over there. And then uh, all of a sudden you guys get in there and pretty much just kind of go straight through it, uh, which was pretty impressive. But yeah, when... was this like watching the Savage streams? Was it just a lot of... Just dying, just tr lots of trash pools to start with, right? Uh, and then getting to the second boss. I mean, I, that was the prog, right? Uh, it was doing uh, the trash pool, figuring the first trash pool out. Uh, and then after that, being able to get your mind in a spot where you remember all the mechanics for the first boss and then beat that boss. Then once those two things become consistent, right? Learning the second trash pool. And then you forgot everything about the rat boss. <laughs> and so dying to the rat boss over and over and over again. And then eventually uh, moving on to the last boss. And then some teams just completely were... stopped and went right back to normal to learn the last boss again. I'm assuming that people are just wiping like the last mechanic of the rat, maybe? Um, the, the, the cross jumps? Oh, the towers. The towers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think since so. I know in normal mode, I think most groups just like skip that. Even now, um, I have friends who say that that's the enrage mechanic because nobody knows how to do it. <laughs> yep. Anytime <laughs> I do normal, yeah, and whenever you do normal, everyone says that's the enrage. Like nobody does it. Nobody knows how to do it. Yeah. Because you're supposed to know it for savage. Yeah, but they don't do savage. Uh, <laughs> well, uh. I mean, that is pretty interesting. I mean, there, there's like a flip side to this too, right? We had so little communication going into this Criterion Savage. Like, we didn't know officially the date until four days before it came out, right? Um, it was hinted, and like, you could calculate it and make sense out of it, and that's the date that I believed it was for months, but I can't really do anything until I know for sure <laughs> it's that date. Um... And so there wasn't a lot of response about the players and ha what they think about the content from the previous one. There wasn't a lot of like hype for this or any like, hey, here's the changes we're going to make. There was near zero communication. So there's a chance something would be different and we wouldn't know. So the only people who would know that would be the first people who go into Savage first, right? Uh, so I kind of felt like there is kind of a waiting game where people were just kind of getting used to uh, the bosses and practicing the bosses and everything else and waiting for another team to go in there and find out the differences if there were any early on then go in afterwards uh, did you guys think about that as part of a strategy at all is trying to see if other teams kind of hit those unique whatever could be their savage mechanics uh, before so going in something kind of funny actually is that when we started Prague we all decided we weren't going to look at any other streams um, oh, and we okay. actually did it. Like we just went through it without looking at any other streams at all. So I had no idea. But mm. honestly, like I have been playing this game for long enough to like know when Square is going to do the same thing. So it, it was, was pretty like, obvious they were going to. Do yeah, I was. Yeah. I was absolutely like I was ninety nine percent sure there weren't going to be any changes. Right. And if there were any changes, then you know, just deal with it. But it, it didn't even cross my mind that that could change. There's it's new the content. I, we just don't know, right? The idea was there in my mind, but mm -hmm. yeah. 
Phoenix does not change anything. It's a blessing and a curse because it makes things very stale and unpredictable. Mm. And not every player realizes that. Like when Endwalker happened and like huge influx of players. I remember I do live letter reviews on stream and like all these new players are like saying, oh, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? And it's like, yeah, I can tell you're all new players based off of this. You know what you're getting every single patch for the rest of the expansion. It's not changing. Unless if they announce it, right? Unless they announce they, something yeah. new like, like Criterion. Yeah. yeah. They, they criterion, promote like, oh, okay. their changes. They, they use it to kind of push, you know, positive <laughs> things, right? And so yeah, there's no hope in here. It's just, oh, this is what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of sad to see that. I was hoping for a little bit more, like some sort of, hey, here's the, we, we heard you. We're going to make a minor change here or something like that. But it was just complete silence. Um, well, what did, what did they, yeah. What was the feedback from the last criterion? Do you know? Rewards, mostly rewards. And the repeatability oh. wasn't really there uh, for a lot of players. Uh, so I think that was the big, big thing. Um, I, I am actually just kind of annoyed hearing about the rewards, to be quite honest. The rewards. Mm, I think it's funny. I do think it's funny as well, because here's the thing. If you only care about the rewards, there's only two pieces of content in this game. Three, technically, worth doing. Savage Raid, when it's relevant. Ultimate. If that's if you care about the extra material slot and relics, and relics, yeah, everything else, twenty-four man, leveling roulettes, extreme trials, none of that matters because the reward is garbage. It is in the trash. It is not actually good. Your opinion's bad on that, Sinoff. Just so you know, but no, there I'm are saying the so many rewards in this game for doing other types of content. You can fish for a hundred hours and get a troller title and that's a good reward to some people <laughs> so, i mean yeah it, i, I yeah, understand the, what sendoff is saying he's talking about character progressions well character progression i don't think want. i think most people don't care i mean they would like character progression in there like that would make sense right because it's pve content and everything else but there's not even glamour stuff there's not even like you get at one housing item there's not like anything i think yeah, is the big issue. i'm not gonna say there shouldn't be more but if mm. your main motivation is the rewards, I feel like you need to ask yourself, do you even want to play this game? Or anything, <laughs> really. Because you should have, you should be playing it because the game's fun. And that, I mean, that's why I do it. because I was like, oh, Criterion. New mechanics, new things to learn, new battle stuff to do. That's yeah. fun. I want to do it. I was in there this morning because it's fun. If I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. No, I mean, that's, I feel like that's fair. people need to not be like led by the intrinsic rewards to things and actually do things they enjoy but if they don't enjoy it then i mean don't do it do so uh i do still understand why people would want more out of it because it is like relatively difficult um not not wiping it all through the whole dungeon is is hard like mm -hmm. i fully understand people who are like oh maybe it should give like a twine or a coat or like you know like a funny accessory like a or because like if, if like the problem here is mm -hmm. if it was glamour people would complain that it's too hard to get the glamour mm. if, but but if it's like a mount okay, i mean but if it's like a title then, then everybody's like fine with it so do you guys enjoy the gotcha games you play Yes, actually, because I'm not. Why do you assume we all play Gotcha games? Bro, you think we all have that? Look at your character profiles. 
I I think I'm the only gotcha player here. Maybe <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I I have I have holes in my brain. So yeah, I mean it's the same concept. You you do it uh because you want the shiny rewards out of it, right? It maybe I mean maybe you enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe there's enjoyable ones. Out I there. I actually was in that situation, and then I told myself I don't like playing this game, so I just quit like five gotcha games that day. That's good. That's good. That's a really good first step. Please, that's really good. Uh, and you haven't had like the urge to go back or anything, right? Uh, nope. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm still playing some games, but that's because I genuinely enjoy them. Okay, okay. I mean, I am. I am. Me. Go ahead. Go ahead. If we cleared Criterion and we got Anime Girl JPEGs, would it be better? Yes, one hundred percent. Think about I it, right? You clear you Criterion, and then right there in the treasure chest, you like open the treasure chest right there, and then you just see like like the gotcha animation, and then you get like a like a, a three star shitty like. <laughs> <laughs> Three star shitty like uh like catboy or something while your your healer just got the, the ultra fucking rare is like what? three star oh. super super rare uh shrine ultra rare Yistola. The problem with that, please, is that you know that SC has their new president is kind of into NFTs. I'm about to mute. <laughs> so that could be a thing. If if fourteen ever gets like NFTs, unironically, I'm quitting. I think most people, uh, not most people, okay, I think a lot of people who are veterans of the game feel similar to that. And I, I think they've said stuff, at least in other articles, interviews and stuff, that that's not the direction it would go. Uh, but Hopefully. in those situations, right, uh, a lot of the old guard would quit. <laughs> There'd still I be plenty of people complaining. A, yeah. a pretty good job at making sure that anything that's, like, related to character progression is not really, like, either, like, other mog station stuff or like yeah. gotcha stuff or anything yeah and i mean that's this the way is... the game needs to stay it needs to still because it's again one of the top mmos and they need to hold that for as long as they can because it's a, a huge money maker because yeah, if they well. don't get rid of that then the nft projects that they're gonna like bomb how are you gonna fund those that's yeah, true that's true uh i mean at the this is a casual mmo this isn't a game that requires you to actually spend every day of your life to get your character up I don't to either best like bit of gear or just to get anywhere really like just even stay up to date like there's resets every tier mm -hmm. so they're never going to add something that's like truly super important such as character progression behind content like this because this is just side content to do for fun at the end of the day if you want that they have that game it's called final fantasy 11 it's a good game you should play it <laughs> but they did it once already. They see where that ends up. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna do everything I can to stop like trying to correct you after you say something, Sindolf. Correct. Me, <laughs> they say that's wrong. I mean, Sindolf is like, what was wrong about that statement? Frog? You said that this is a casual game, and while there's like it a lot a of different game. definitions of casual, right? There's lots of different definitions for how you could handle that. I mean, I wouldn't call the people who go really hardcore into housing or people who go really hardcore into creating communities uh, casual players either, uh, but they might be put into that. But when we talk about like PVE and like, you know, in regards of difficulty of the game, I don't even know if I would call that completely casual. I'll because... be real with you. The Go most ahead. casual players I know are raiders who raid log every single tier. Yeah, those 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 
there are casual options for every aspect of the game. But there's more to this game, a lot more to this game than just yeah. PvE. Uh, and right. people are really hardcore <laughs> about it. So but it's... you are not, it is, none of it is a requirement. Nothing in this game that's is a requirement. Yeah, that's, see, that's part of what I'm saying, is that it's yeah. not a requirement. You can also disappear for a long amount of time and come back. It's like Yoshi P said, you're bored, you don't want to play, go do something else for a little bit. Then come back in two, three months. Yep. after a patch i mean main story quest isn't even a requirement you just gotta you skip all the cutscenes, all right you just skip all I click do through that, everything I've, so i've never watched a cutscene in my life all you have to do is click on a couple of required things and you make it through whatever your your goal could be literally anything and that's just like this game in general uh it's true right like why even bother playing this like there's this why even bother doing anything dude? <laughs> this, this is the existential part of the stream yeah uh, there is no point in anything you've ever done Okay. Everything you do is meaningless. <laughs> That's True. based as hell, and you know why? Because that means that you can decide to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it's yeah, true. that's true. It's true. You can... Be, use use the human power of nihilism. Giving yourself nihilism is cringe. <laughs> nihilism yeah. is cringe. It, it, it is very cringe. Going really hardcore into it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it, it's there's an acceptance of it, right? Is that like, uh. And this is how this is why I had this conversation uh, with another with a friend, the other friend. You guys are my friends, right? And so, like, uh, with uh, hardcore, and everyone's talking about wow, hardcore, and everything else, and doing that content. They're like, man, yeah, all that shit, and then you just die and lose everything. Why would I want to do that? I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really, none of it really matters. It's just you're experiencing that and experiencing the slight adrenaline rush you get from if i die it's all over uh you do it because you want to yeah and so it, it's it's really not that big of a deal like when you're playing a game i i voice this all the time you do what you want to do because it's fun and criterion for this moment when it's released is extremely fun for you guys right uh and so for other people it's not but there's such a huge variety of interest in final fantasy 14 that I feel like it captures so many different people, but they do all mix together because some of those interests in progressing through the main story quest do line up and kind of put you together, but that's only in like experts, right? The one universal constant is tombstones. Yeah, tombstones, just to get gear so things are a little bit easier to go through story stuff and see stuff and everything else. And that's really, really it. You know, even seeing, uh, and this going a little bit off of Criterion, we'll, we'll we'll bring this back in in a second, but uh, even while doing Party Finder and seeing people within the first couple of weeks paying, uh, you know, uh, what was it, $175 million out to get all the loot from P12S, uh, it's pretty intense to me because I don't know what that loot would really do for you unless the, the only thing I can think is that they don't have a static group and they want to get good parses but how do you get good parses without a static group or how do you like you know go to those goofy websites and everything without like a, a dedicated group of people and so I could, some maybe, people I like know. using it to like show off to their friend because everyone's got a different reason like okay this was a common thing back when you were allowed to do guild sales in the game for like mm. content but se said no to that in end walker I mean, you still so kind can't. of are you can't do a name. Well, you can if they. You have to. You have to be the person offering now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't advertise a name more. Mm. But like back then, like 
at least players were who would buy it, they would do it because, oh, I don't have time. They think to themselves, I don't have time, but I have a lot of gill. I'm a crafter, so I should I focus on making gill, so I should be able to buy my way through. Or some I mean, people it's just have glamour really purchases shit. at that point. I mean, what are I mean, you using yeah, it here is. for? It makes their dungeons faster. I don't know. Some people use yeah. it to. I mean, brag to their friends like they're really shitty about it they're like oh look at me i cleared the fight even though they really right they kind of did kind honestly of didn't. sometimes they're it just... just comes down to big number good yeah I mean, I... that is true as well you see what people are willing to pay in other games for like just doing a little bit more damage that's yeah. worth a ton to people and that i it yeah apparently for sure that is uh and then they'll never do it again Unless if they're trying to do it to prove something with damage numbers or whatever you have out there. But uh, bringing it back into it, you know, that's what they enjoy in the game. And they're willing to put all this extra work into doing that. And that's their goal. Criterion Savage. Uh, the rewards from that could be what other people enjoy in the game. <laughs> right? So, it's like, but it's, it's material. It's like like Criterion Savage feels like like I guess like an end goal, almost the same way like Ultimate feels like an end goal. Mm-hmm. Like like you, you basically like if if you want to do Ultimate, you raid Savage for Ultimate, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Criterion feels like it's like in the same like vein as that, like it's an end goal. But I think mm-hmm. people are kind of like not treating it like an end goal. Mm-hmm. Because most like most people, you're not gonna have like your your Criterion static that you go with every every criterion dodger that comes out or stuff like that as compared to like a raid static mm-hmm. since you can usually like either like pug criterion or whatever so i fully understand why people would be expecting a reward like that right but i think like square enix has designed criterion to be like like an end goal yeah like you 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 need you really need to be fully geared out you need to be fully like you need to be fully geared out with like all the other content of the game and then you go into the criterion savage yeah. Uh, and I mean, and I I think I, I do think you're right on that too. I just think they should offer some level of extra. I mean, that, just something in there. Uh, the the housing items okay. It's a little bit weird. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, when you're doing, um, let's say we're doing. The solo, like when I was doing a solo run of uh, Eureka Orthos, right? Uh, the point is to do it. That's it. You get a title at the end of it. That's your big thing is you get a title. Uh, but it was all about just doing it and succeeding. You got sacks, though. Huh? Yeah, you got sacks. That's the other part. So while I was doing it, I did get some level of reward and a gotcha chance at getting something nice from it as well. If they added some system like that to it, it could make it more enticing for players That's as true. well. It, it, it's actually kind of fucked up that the Savage version doesn't drop any coins. Mm. Yeah, that part actually is... That, that, nice that is pretty fucked up. I it should that. drop eight. Ooh. Just just put the Varian rewards into Criterion. I mean, that'd be good too. And, yeah. and remove Varian. I mean... <laughs> what the... Oh. Varian is there for story. You're just... Variant You're just trying to get controversial now on purpose. Yeah. The only reward that should come from Variant is story. That's it. That's it. I don't think it should have any more than that. Uh, I don't know if that's controversial or not, but that's... <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, think, I, think the, I think the way Variant is is fine. I like Variant. Mm. It's something different. Yeah. Um, 
do mm -hmm. I do wish that like the secret boss of variant was somewhere in in like Criterion, but you know, it be how it be. Like, that Criterion is something that should boss. also yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know why they don't make that the savage boss, the savage in boss. I mean, it'd be frustrating as hell and take weeks maybe to clear. It'd be pretty annoying, yeah, just see a brand new boss at the end if you wipe it. But that's start. a thirty minute like fight then. That's that's like ultimate that's... tier. It's be well, no, it's already longer than ultimate. It's like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, but it's minutes. not like as uh, it's not as like a uh, demanding as ultimate. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's a similar consistency check in some ways, but I, I, I get that too. But maybe I, I'd like there to be some level of secret boss in there. Uh, I do feel I like it is. It makes it kind of stale, and that's the other part. Is going in the savage does feel stale overall. Oh, I mean, no. the trash great. But they need something else in there as well. You just remind me of what they, uh, someone said during like the Final Fantasy sixteen uh, interviews. What was that? They didn't want to put like secret content or optional content in the game that like ninety nine percent of players wouldn't be able to access. And I feel like a secret boss in the Savage version of Criterion is along that line of thinking that they wouldn't do. See now that that is a discussion. <laughs> I mean, they 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 do yeah. put like a second boss in the last floor of a savage raid that you don't see in normal. Yeah, that that's is a big one, right? That's yeah. a huge one. And uh, hey, if you want if you want to do the boss, it's there in variant too. And I bet you anything, if they added extra stuff into Savage, like they do uh, the nor the Savage raids, and they have the new phases and ultimate that you only see when really like hardcore groups get there, there'd be so much attention on the game to see groups get to those points and to see what that is, right? And so it's just you're p basically developing for PR. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing Ultimate does sometimes. Uh, so it's not a bad thing to do uh, it, to create content in the game that pushes for, uh, I guess, some sort of PR out there, right? And trying to market the game a bit. That's, I, Ultimate turns out to be a marketing tool. Uh, Savage, 8-Man, a marketing tool in the end as well. Because they, if they don't add that extra part, to the end of the fight, it would be a lot less exciting. I tell you, I'll tell you right now, we, there'd be so many less people following the world race if there wasn't a second phase or a transition of some sort. Like the rim cutscene. Yeah. 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 That that got a lot yeah. of people's attention, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I still like my in my YouTube channel. You have like the the T transition is like 200k views, and then you have like the clear vod, and it's like 50k or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everyone wants to see a transition. It's, it's a huge deal. Um, and with Ultimate, you have step-by-step, step, and it's just nothing but transitions, basically. It's not nothing but transitions, but, like, everything is new and only accessible to good players. So you watch it on Twitch uh, to see all that new stuff coming out and to see the new models and to see... You even got a cutscene in the... They, they've never done a cutscene in an Ultimate 4, have they? Uh, I mean, the defined cutscene cutscene as in they you can't move you're watching something that is considered a cutscene on the screen T's a cutscene does T have that too? oh, oh yeah T yeah. does T does T T. that's right I forgot about it uh, T had a cutscene yeah you're right Top, ultimate has, like, uh, top a has a cutscene too actually no t no, that's yeah. what I was meaning Top did that oh. recently okay, and yeah, so yeah. I was trying to remember if T did that as well uh, because that would be the transition right of 
uh, Savage uh, relating those together and everything else. Uh, so yeah, I forgot about T. Uh, but I think throwing those in there, you put that on YouTube, of course everybody's going to fucking watch it. Uh, clear, whatever. They're just wanting to see what that yeah. the hard-to-see <laughs> stuff is. Uh, and they'll see so, it first on Twitch. So. The criterion was like that. And there was like a secret boss at the very end. Mm -hmm. I think at that point, it might just be like too frustrating for me. So I don't know if I would do it. Uh, maybe. maybe. But I mean, there's going to be someone who tries it. I'd do it. People would do it. Uh, I don't know if uh, NA players will be able to take, up the, take off that much time in a year. Um, but I mean... In just looking at this at the world, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I gonna say just be a neat. <laughs> don't have to take Simply time off. Simply do not work. Yeah, yeah that's true. Don't work. That's true. That's true. Or make the game your job. All right. That's the other thing you could do. Hey. Anyways, uh, looking at this right now, this this expansion, if we consider Criterion as part of the world races, which I am now, one hundred percent. We have two that have gone through and have been at least up to like 10-ish hours before we see it clear. So it's now in the world race category of, hey, it makes sense to do this. We've had Savage, Eight-Man Savage, Ultimate, Eight-Man Savage, Criterion, Ultimate, Eight-Man Savage, another Criterion, and then we'll have one more Criterion before the expansion ends. This is the most loaded uh, world race expansion I think that we've ever had in the game. Um, and I don't know if this is going to be something that they continue to do uh, throughout the next expansion as well. Uh, but that would be pretty insane as well if they're going to do three eight-man raids, uh, three Criterion Savages, and two Ultimates in a an expansion. Is Probably that something not? You don't think so? I think we're gonna. I think at the end of the day, like as much as I like Criterion. So many players didn't do it. It's no Boja. It's no Eureka. Well, like people love, like people loved Boja. They did because it gave you an alternative form of leveling. Mm -hmm. The fates were pretty fun. You could do them with all your friends. It did have the duels if you were into that. Then they mm -hmm. had the content at the end, and also the forty-eight man. You know, now that I think about only it, only a subsection of the group. Did it. I think people want more stuff like Boja. Is there Rather an alternative form of leveling right now in this expansion? Uh, don't think so. No. Orthros. <laughs> Orthros. Deep dungeon, yeah. Deep dungeon, yes. Deep dungeon. Because you consider one. that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, deep dungeon's actually kind of huge for leveling, but I think it kind of sucks for uh, for eighty ninety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a fast way to level. It's not an efficient way to level, but it's something you can do while you're doing the content. Um, Square Enix keeps track of how the percentage of players that do content and how many and what percentage of players is successful. Mm -hmm. They they showed that they do this way back in Heaven's Ward when they released Creator, and I believe they said our percentages of like clear rates are around where we want them to be, meaning they have to keep track of this. They mm -hmm. paid attention in Gordius and Midas, and they found it to be lower than they wanted. Uh, because there's going to be a group of players trying it, the group not trying it, and then they want a certain amount to fail. They don't want everybody to pass, but they want a certain amount to clear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. if they're keeping track of those numbers and they're using that for their metrics, 
they're probably looking at Criterion and saying, yeah, not a lot of people do this. The Savage one. Uh, well, not I, just Savage, Normal as well. You think so? Normal is not getting that much yeah. attention as well? Normal's not getting that much attention I mean, either. to be fair, when was the last time you went into another subterranean, whatever it's called? Right yeah, yeah, the previous one. one? Yeah, like, at most it's like right before this one to like practice, right? I, well, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think the timing of this was pretty poor as well. Um, so it, every, like, patch, point patch, like solid point one, point two, point three, should have some kind of difficult content that goes in line with it. Okay. Uh, this one already has Savage, which takes up a lot of player base. Ultimate takes up less player base overall, I would think. Savage... Um, People are still trying to clear it. I'm still trying to clear P12S. Uh, so, like, there's a lot of people out there who are still trying to clear that. Um, okay, let me put it to you this way, Frosty. In four weeks from now, are you going into uh, the normal mode? Maybe. I don't know. In four weeks from now, would you be going into Boja? Uh, yes, yes, you Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, well, yes, I mean, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's my point. Is that yeah. there's a low percentage of players actually doing this. There's a group that'll do it like immediately when it comes out, but afterwards it falls off hard. Mm -hmm. Which means that those mounts are going to be worth a lot of gil. Yeah. But I do think that go. was a pretty big miss because a lot of people want to level up their jobs and they want a fun way to level up their jobs too, right? So uh, now that we kind of brought that up, yeah, that, that was kind of a miss, I think, Square Enix on the, the ending part of this. I think a lot more people will do the next Criterion, though. I, I will say that, at least. Uh, the uh, 6.5.5 Criterion, because nothing else is going to be out around that time, yeah, right? Yeah, it's going to be nothing there. Yeah. As I, far as I know. What I'm hoping... Go ahead. Usually when it starts reaching the end of the expansion, uh, even more casual players who just raid log hardcore, or they just do stuff with their static... Like, they're just weekly reclears, nothing else. They start mm -hmm. getting bored, and I've even heard from a lot of them, they always want to do something more near the end of the expansion. Like, they want something to do. Yeah. This is perfect for that. Because it also takes only four people, and if you're BIS gear, like you can pretty much take, like, two people with full gear and then two people with crafted, and you'll clear comfortably. Right. You won't even realize the DPS check existed. Yeah. It's going to be... So, you get to have fun. Yeah, it, it should be pretty good uh, timing. This one just felt a little bit forced in there at the moment. Uh, well, it was week seven, right? Well, technically it dropped on week, week eight. eight. Dropped so on people the didn't start even of week have eight. Yeah. Yeah. BI. Unless you split cleared or like really did your loot properly, mm -hmm. you did not. Not everybody had BIS. Yeah. So it does feel kind of running a side group just to get people BI like gear for this. Oh. Yeah. Uh, man. I mean, technically, you need 655 to get into most party finder groups for P9S now, so uh, you know, the gear requirements are already pretty high for a lot of things. I saw that. That person's insane. People are insane. The, the people literally on their reclears don't want to do Limit Cut 2, and I, <laughs> I can't believe we're already at that point to where people just want to skip mechanics instead of learn how to do them. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, you're, you're already at that point with Criterion. Yeah. Well. Final mechanic on the second boss, people don't know how to do it. <laughs> like, everybody, it's literally enraged. Mm -hmm. You can try to do it, but 
you'll fail pretty much every time. I mean, let's talk about let's talk a little bit about these bosses individually too. Uh, I think that would be a good idea. We've we've talked to kind of broadly on a couple of different topics here, but uh, the bosses overall, they seemed like they were just kind of nice, enjoyable. But I mean, the last two bosses, we almost thought we were going in some sort of Ninja Turtle thing, right? Uh, got the uh, the rat for the second one, Shredder for the third one. Uh, it didn't cross my mind. I, I can't Me think neither. of the first one, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> the first boss, um, you know, what are some unique things about that in just mechanic design that you guys enjoyed while doing it? The Toho, what? The, the bullet hole? The, the bullet hole? Like, the little yeah, bullet hole really like something they don't usually and then, do. And then at the end, it, they expand on it with making like randomized sizes. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. That was a very fun part. Yeah. And it's just Other active. Than... You just have to keep moving, right? Not uh, exactly. No, you can move into another line and you get owned. Mm. It actually, the, the sad part is like if you realize what happens when you just stand still for a while and then watch it go off slowly. You kind of realize you can bait a bunch of them and then move instead of just panic dodging. Mm -hmm. It's more yeah. fun to panic dodge, but you can actually uh, you, 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 you see it a lot more when they're thicker and there are less lines. You start to see like it's like six lines and then it like stops, and then it's like another six lines and it like stops. Mm -hmm. So, so you guys can kind of Mario Kart around and maybe get them baited and have safe. I spots. mean, I'll be real. I still don't, I still don't know how they're baited. Yeah, I, like people say they bait on players and people say they bait on the other clouds I, I still don't know they're definitely on players because the middle can get uh covered and then suddenly as people start moving outwards the middle starts opening up in certain cases except for a few that cleave across the room mm -hmm. but i think I it's mean, like a mix of both like on players and other clouds possibly eh. i don't really know yeah don't I mean, think about it too much. It's just fun to yeah, dodge. Yeah, just, 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 just dodge. dodge. Yeah, yeah it, just it, have it, fun it, with it. It's it. a fun one. Yeah. Uh, Any the... fight in the game where <laughs> there's stuff on the floor to dodge constantly and you're always moving is a great fight every time. Oh, Panic Raider. Without, uh, without fail. It is always good. Do you like P1 a lot? In no. top. That's different. Oh, okay. Panic Raider is not that bad of a mechanic. There's something, the tethers something and towers like Barbaric, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, Barbarisha, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, everybody loves that. That's such a good fight. There's always <laughs> I mean, something that you're doing. Even if yeah. it's, it's like chaotic, things that just have a ton of AoEs on the floor, like they, they're fun to execute. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they feel very dynamic sometimes because of the chaos that other players cause with it. Right, right. And it's not always fatal if you get hit, so you don't feel extremely frustrated. Right, yeah. No, Barbary Show was really fun, I think, for uh, the people who enjoyed <laughs> doing a little bit more challenging content or a little bit more uh, keeping yourself awake content. Uh, but for the average uh, farmer, I would think that they might have not enjoyed it as much. I mean, if you're like farming the spots, it, it's kind of like whatever. You just mm -hmm. dodge it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the rest of the first boss is mm -hmm. kind of standard. He uh, jumps through the... some fire rings, I I believe I remember right. Some like clouds and no. the, like explosions. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the lion jumps through three rings yeah, and then explodes. Yeah, the lion yeah. rings. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. the clouds and the explosions. I think uh, that a lot of people know that fight for the one where it's like 
either a bunch of small explosions, medium or large. And those mm -hmm. just the large one, no one knows how to dodge. Force damage down mechanic. <laughs> it's it's significantly harder than every other pattern. It's it's funny because like I, I feel like every different person I talk to says that one like a different one is the force damage down mechanic. Like, like I've heard people say the second one's impossible. I've heard people say... Actually, no, I haven't heard anyone say the first one's impossible. The first one's pretty easy. But I've seen two and three a lot. Mm. I find it interesting that SE had created a mechanic where it feels imbalanced between the various different patterns. And I think they that's partly because it's this optional side content and it's four-man. It's going back to, like, the old kind of roots that they used to do, which was just kind of do something fun. It doesn't have to be balanced mm. in a way. You just make it interesting. Because when you throw a little bit of balance out the window, you can start doing fun and interesting things. As long as you accept that it's not always going to be even in difficulty across the board. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want them to do that overall with a lot of things in the game, even jobs. I'd rather them all be completely unbalanced. Uh, uh, but That would be... I would like that in some ways, but that leads to a lot of very. If you, were you, you were playing in Heaven's Ward, right? <laughs> I yeah. played Paladin in Heaven's Ward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you should know how. I did mechanics. You. you know. Yeah, but you're <laughs> so, not joining my party if, because you're if literally. There was, oh my god! You if there was trolling. a boss they released that did like mostly physical damage. You probably still wouldn't bring the Paladin. Yeah, but still, you'd yeah, <laughs> run out of TP in two and a half minutes. Hey man. But like like but hey, the idea is there. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd like there to be like if they're going to start like releasing more and more jobs, start like making the stuff like unbalanced overall because it it's pointless to just make five photocopies of the same thing uh and just add on different graphics for the abilities, right? Um and so I do hope that at some point you know, we start saying, well, we don't bring in this job, or we don't bring in this job, or whatever else. But that's like the, uh, you know, the non-casual right, suck it up side of me. Have I guess. No rights. Uh, what? If you one trick in this game, uh, please play another job. Yeah, no, I refuse. <laughs> Just play another job, right? Yeah, I mean, it's fine if you tank. stay within your own role. In fact, I think that's what like they should do, right? This game where you can literally freely swap between classes in one character. Mm -hmm. Just make it so that every role, like, like every class in a different role, it says something different. Like, what if like Bard was fucking a banger in like AOE or two target, but was like garbage everywhere else? But yeah. like Machinist was like banger single target, or something yeah. like that. I mean, and then like in certain fights, you wouldn't bring him for other. I mean, it would just be fun. Yeah. I mean, to me, you, 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 it would still work. Variety. It would still it, work and be clearable. That's the idea. But it would be more clearable with the other job. That's what that's what gear is for. Yeah, that would make sense, please. If we had more fights, but when you only have four fights, if a raid every I mean we have eight four weeks, fights. We have no, an ultimate. Weeks, we have Criterion. <laughs> like we, I feel like at not, this point, we do not have enough fights to justify that kind of design. Five if they fights. Had more, is savage, you by could. Way. No, you, if you had like a ten boss tier. Yeah, something like a wild WoW tier. Yeah, you could probably do that. But with what they currently do now, you can't do that. Uh, it's too unbalanced. Like I've, I've always seen, like, roles in this game. Like, jobs in this game as, like, glorified, like, 
trees. And the actual, like, job is the role itself. So you're thinking, like, skill trees. Yeah, but, like, 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 for example, like, 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 tank, in my yeah. game, like, like, if you're a tank player, you are playing tank. Mm. Like, like, you, like, uh, Gunbreaker and Paladin and Dark Knight, like, to me, it's like, if, if you can't, like, play all three of those, like, I'm gonna be, or at least, like, you know, be able to, like, compensate for, like, another tank in the party, right? Yeah, and this yeah. guy would hate me because I don't know how to play scholar. Yeah. Well, here's you the thing too. Because I, mean, I don't do that. I play just warrior and dark knight. When you're, I mean, it's it's like it's like mm-hmm. not like that, but like you know, like like if you had like paladin be like a like a skill tree that was like you know more around like off tanking or whatever, which is kind of what it is right now. Good mm. And I mean, like right now, when you, if you're a new player, you're starting out leveling up, uh, and you get to max level, and you're like, you could buy, you know, other jobs leveled up there, whatever, already pre-leveled for like twenty, twenty-five bucks, whatever. But if you're like, no, I don't want to spend money, they kind of give you semi-pre-leveled jobs already, right? And so you can start off sage at level seventy. Uh, you can start off a couple of different jobs pretty early and only have to go through a handful of uh, levels to get to max. And so I think um, if they do that stuff, uh, it'd be perfectly fine. Uh, it does change the point of view a little bit that uh, jobs that just want to, like, I work 90 hours a week. I only have two hours a week to play the game. I can only play one job. Well, that's fine. You're just probably not going to do really hardcore content. If you are, get unlucky, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, this we could take like a year on this topic. Anyways, yeah. Uh, back to Criterion. Yeah. Uh, second boss, which comes out and is the the bard, uh, rat. The rat jam boss. Yeah. Uh, rat jam. Uh, <laughs> perfect. By the way, uh, they. What about that fight? Tell me what you guys think about that fight mechanically that made it pretty interesting for you. Required a lot more actual solving and a little more planning to make it like fully consistent. Mm. I think the second fight's probably like the one that we spent the most on like figuring out mechanics, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like there, there was like the towers. Um I'd agree with that because Exos and the towers combined with, yeah. with the jumps. It's a lot and of the jumps uh, there too. It was a lot of execution like and getting the strat right for everyone involved. Yeah, because like our uh, jump strat was also very tight. Yeah, I think second boss, like the strategy you come you come up with, like you you really want to have good strategies for the second boss because I think that's what impacts you the most during Savage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, would like, you... like, we originally had, like, a tower strat that was, like, kind of bad, but it worked. And, like, halfway through it, I think Vi came up with something that was, like, a lot easier, and we just decided to swap it. I think that was, like, one of the best things we could have done. Something that was, like, you know, we, we decided to, like, learn a new strat instead of, like, sticking with an old strat just so that we could have an easier time when it came to, like, Savage or something. Mm-hmm. So, Vi, can you explain like what they were doing and what you changed it to? Uh, 
Do you remember? Well, it's I I, I believe it's very just very very similar to what most other groups are doing, except we just do the we drop the two towers where the differing towers are instead of like on the same side. Mm. And that just gives a lot more leeway for a lot more time for people to adjust if need be. Mm -hmm. I think we actually, if I remember right, sorry, I'm trying to remember back to that day. It was kind of a blur for a bit. Uh, but I believe we cut to your guys' point of view at some point after watching our team kind of execute that and they failed and everything else. And one of the highlights was how you guys were doing the towers. It seemed like it gave you a lot more room to work with. It was a lot easier to manage them. Um, yeah. I remember those but comments we made, yeah. What I know a lot of groups, I I don't know what people did in Prague, but I know what's been linked to me a bunch is a strategy where you just, you do it north and south, your towers, and you like go the opposite side of your first tower. Mm -hmm. You drop it there and then you run across. I like I think about that. I'm like, I don't understand why this works to, in the first place, but it just does. But it has the first problem of you have to run across the room. Mm -hmm. And I don't under personally, I don't entirely get how that's supposed to work, and how that is consistent across all the different patterns that you can get. So maybe sometimes people are like afraid whether or not they're gonna end up in the correct tower and at the start for their first thing. And that's something that like with Vi Strat made it very nice is it was clear where you were going at the very start to get into your first tower. Mm -hmm. Because everybody else can do the rest of the mechanic. It's just, we have to end up in that tower. And our first original strats, where we had on everything on like the four corners, north, south, east, west, that worked. And we could drop everything in a way, but you had to end up in one of your two towers at the north, or like south position for like red and blue. And that just, that dance that players had to do was hard. And it was also having to run across the room. Whereas with what we ended up doing, it was a very short distance. And that makes it much easier uh, to execute in the long run. It was also mm, what, consistent movement every time. Yeah, what, what Fly added was like uniformity in all of the movements. Yeah, we basically had uh, the One initial movement. tower placements yeah. were hard assigned. And then we just had to swap if our role partner was uh, the same color, and that made it easy. Okay. The setup is the hard part that because once you do the setup you can just resolve the towers normally in the order of your debuff mm -hmm. yeah we executed the first time successfully in savage like we got it we got we the, that pull as well i think it was the only, time we, the only time we did it successfully <laughs> yeah it took us a while to get it and then once we had it and we like did the first half of the mechanic which was the positioning we're just like and eh, we can probably figure this out in savage which we wiped the first time we tried it and then said, oh, okay, that's how it works. And then we in did it Savage? next time and got it done. Yeah, we got yeah, it. We, we wiped to it. No, we didn't wipe to it in Savage. Yeah, we did. Did 100%. we? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure you guys because, wiped uh, to it, yeah. Because someone starting with S didn't send the third tower. All right. There's like three of us. And Could be one of us. I'm pretty sure it was me. Uh, because I need I to be more clear. No, I'm pretty sure it was me because there's the... Do you dodge the waffle on the ground first, or do you oh, go yeah, into the and tower? Oh yeah, I was like, that's, that's, that's I what it told was, you yeah. to dodge the first one first. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I dodged. That was, yeah. dodge. that was a stupid wipe. It was though. That was my mm -hmm. bad. That's okay. Yeah, once we saw it once, we were like, oh okay, this is easy, and then we just did it again. 
We saw it once. We saw it in normal mode. You're coping. We saw it in normal mode, but we never actually really did I it. did. I made a huge point to do- say, go into the tower, Dasha first. As soon as we saw like the initial strat where we thought we had to like do the tower and then do the dodges, but we fixed mm-hmm. that once we went through the mechanic properly. See, this exact conversation we're having now is exactly why you stay in normal mode until you're ready. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be you don't want to be 20 minutes in to the final phase of the final thing and then wipe. It's like wiping to Alpha Omega at the end, and that just feels really bad because now you have to go back through the whole thing. Do it again, and that's already its own journey to get there. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, going on that a little bit too, you, you just have to put in the faith that Square Enix has made the Savage version, you know, or made it difficult enough for uh, it be it to be actually really hard to do it all in one go. Like, honestly, uh, like I feel like we didn't even think about what if it's different. Like that didn't cross anyone's mind. It for better or mind, worse. But I was just like, nah, there's no way. Like, I, like, like I didn't even think about like, oh shit, what if it's something different? Like that was not a thought I had. They don't mind. have the resources to do it. Small indie company. <laughs> well, the sixteen bomb. It's all over, et cetera, et cetera. Well, our only concern there was like, what if we skip this mechanic in Savage Two? We just wasted. That was that was a big one. Yeah. yeah, that that was in my yeah, mind. That a was a legitimate bit. fear. Right. Uh, I mean, like, that that's the risk you take with doing, you know, the practicing before going into it. Uh, yeah. and you just have to balance. And that make, this is, again, an interesting dynamic of the world race because this is not something you deal with in 8-Man Savage or Ultimate. Uh, and so it gives a, a whole different perspective of how, how to approach this. I mean, so, the optimal thing you do is you, you, you boot up twitch.tv slash talk and see if the people in that group are skipping the mechanic. Well, I mean, like, the people on the broadcast for the uh, Twitch.tv mock talk have actually no clue what the fuck's happening. So you'd have to go to one of the player streams. Yeah. Find out. But you could find the player stream there. Yeah. <laughs> so, half the time, I'll let you know, especially in, like, the third fight, uh, we, uh, everyone was just sitting there, like, they have no clue how those clones turn. Oh, yeah. It's like you guys, you guys are pretty good at highlighting who is like the furthest in, so I don't have to have like seven tabs open. It, yeah, it works out great. Uh, the commentary is great, but I but I ignore it usually. I'm sorry. Most no, that's fair. I mean, it's completely fair. Uh, and sometimes the commentary gets off uh, the bean path, especially in the later part of Prague, in which the savage clear like after normal was cleared. It, it is just nine hours of uh, waiting for people to figure out Savage and go through it and hope someone gets in there and hope you see something new. And so you just talk about fucking anything. And that's just literally that, That's when you commentary. go to the, the nihilistic part of the stream again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's just literally world prog commentary. I, I, there's, yeah. If you go to, like, the WoW race, they're talking about Cheetos. They're talking about, like, whatever the fuck, you know, they could think of off the top of their head. Uh, how they like warm hugs. I don't know what they're talking about. Like flaming hot or regular. Warm, not 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 hot. Oh, hugs. I mean, yeah. no, flaming hot or regular Cheetos. Oh, hotter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, then that becomes a whole debate, and that's like the that takes up an hour of conversation and throughout the entire broadcast. And that's how Pilk was made, right? That was the whole that whole thing came up. It was just like, 
holy crap, we we want to be here, and there's people who want to watch this stuff. So let's just talk and just do what we do and talk about whatever uh, is at least enjoyable for us to talk about or have fun with it, because that's all you can really do. Uh, you can't. It will be boring to be being overly hype about seeing the same thing for three days is the worst idea you could really do. Uh, it would be really funny though. I mean, I guess it would. P5 of top was the biggest filler time that we had uh, in any kind of uh, broadcast ever. It, it, it was just days. Did you hate P1 as much as the rest of the community did? Uh, I don't, you know, what's, what's funny about that, uh, and it was funny about watching, and again, we're on this tangent here for a second, but what's funny about watching Prog like that is you, you don't see P1 as much as the other group see P1, uh, because oh. once someone dies, you go and see who's already passed P1, go to their point of view, <laughs> right? You, you always look at the point of views that are not on P1 anymore. Uh, and so you're trying to toggle and try to get it on screen with the people who are the furthest ahead uh in that moment and okay. so uh for example with criterion uh you're once well whoever dies and wipes you look and see how far the what's the furthest person is in savage at that moment and you go to their point of view uh and you just kind of toggle back and forth and as long as not all teams are progging at the exact same time on the exact same part it works out pretty well um but yeah as a co commentator p1 was p1 I think for top was uh, kind of funny because we're all like, guys, it's been a whole fucking day and no one's gotten past people. <laughs> what are they doing? This looks simple. <laughs> so question about that. About, sure. Uh, I don't know if Fia had on his stream, uh, like his monitor, mm. but when you moved over to us, did you see us like reviewing footage, drawing pictures, stuff like that? Could you see that? No, I don't think, I don't think so. That, no. No, okay. I, Cause I we wish. Were, yeah, we I think we just had game capture turned yeah. on on uh, OBS because it was like like I just put this personally I put the stream up and I just changed nothing. Mm. And I said, "Yep, here you go. This is you just turn on stream and then just forget about it and That's... forget about it." Yeah, which sounds awful from a viewer standpoint, but we're like in the background we are reviewing mm. footage, drawing pictures, things like like your standard prog fair. Yeah, because you kind of needed to for this. In order to get everything right, well, especially when you start getting into the second and third boss that needed to be done. So I mean, that makes a that that's kind of a difference between different streams, right? Uh, with World Prog, and this is the first time you guys have streamed anything that's considered World Prog at all. We streamed Criterion last time, but there wasn't really yeah. like a big event for it. I, w yeah, it was we just me. Last Criterion, I okay, I trolled Last Criterion. Right. Gave uh, it hard. I actually thought after Last Criterion. I was like, am I so washed up at this point that I need to quit? That's, that, is, that is honestly my feelings at the end of that. I, I wanted to cry. I was so bad. Anyways. Right. So I had my redemption arc. Sounds like my standard top prog night. Um, but anyways, the, when we're talking about streaming this and uh, going through it, this is like, you did it for the last criterion. You're doing it for this one. Um, and does it make you feel like more inspired to maybe possibly stream more prog in the future uh or less inspired really oh, um really it really it matters because i think i think with how our stream went no one was watching because we we're on yeah, normal mode the entire time 
Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Fair. Yeah, Fair. and it wasn't a good viewer experience either. But yeah, it was like um I don't I don't think this really changed anyone's opinion. I'd have to ask again, but Mhm. I mean, the the thing is, like even if you guys were on the screen the entire time and you're right about like you put it to the side and you just forget it's there. You just have it up. Uh, because it is a distraction if you're looking at chat. It is a distraction if you're trying to entertain the people who are watching. The idea is that it's just there for the people who want to watch and see the prog and see that visibility into it. Uh, unfortunately, if, again, Criterion, after you get through the normal mode, there's nothing new. There's nothing interesting to see. So you have nine hours of nothing interesting, basically. Uh, outside if, of, oh, are they going to clear? And that's, that's literally it the entire time. Do you think the experience will be different if people are doing the thing that we do? So, like, we, you won't see anything new until we actually figure something out. We'll say, say that again. Sorry, I, I don't do you, feel it. Do you, Go ahead. Do you think the fewer experience will be different if people are doing the things that we do? So, like, we, we actually don't clear the second boss, and we don't see the third boss until we actually figure the tower. That's what we did. So, I, I so it think... It took a long time to actually see the third boss. And see something new. I think so. it's it's better, I think, right? Than like watching people just wipe the savage like a bunch thing of things. There's always going to be a group yeah. that goes into savage, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there's always gonna be and the point of view will always be on the person who's the furthest ahead for the chance of seeing something new. Right. Uh, and do so, it for the clout. Yeah. Uh right. And so uh I think if we I, I heard this example just the other day, I forget who brought it up. Uh I think it was someone in my raid. But with the WoW races you know, they start uh, They start off with all the teams just do, they grind gear. That's all they're doing is just grinding gear the entire time, right? It splits, yeah. Yeah, but then there is a team called, uh, I forget what it was called. There's there's a certain team uh, that's like the cleanup crew, alarm clock crew, something crew, I don't know, the early more or early shift. I think it was called the early shift. Um, and they don't get gear. They just prog as hard as they can, as fast as they can, through what they can before getting, uh, you know, any gear to go further on. And so they're going to get the first boss world first, second boss world first, third boss world first, things like that. But they won't win the race in the end. But people will be watching them <laughs> because they would probably yeah. want to see what those fights look like, right? Mythicals. Uh, yeah. And it will switch over to the other teams as those other teams start to reliably get further on and further on. Um, and so I think that Criterion will probably have that exact same mindset too, where the people who are going into that content first likely aren't going to clear it first, but they will be the most interesting thing on stream until someone gets a little bit further ahead. I mean, yeah, player, viewers also typically just want to see whoever's the furthest in mm -hmm. content. Well, um, when I remember top, I think when we turned it on, we were the furthest on Twitch. We were, I, yeah. There might have been a group, one of the groups. No, we were we were something. the furthest by like one mechanic. Yeah, I looked at my, I looked at the viewer count once, and it was like a thousand people. And it was like, oh, it's just because we were the furthest. Like we had not streamed at all, we had not done anything, did not mm -hmm. really advertise anything. It was just popped in there, but we were the furthest. When that ends, everybody clears out. And yep. it's just that people, people want to see this, like, they want to see content. They want to yep. see brand new stuff they haven't experienced yet, no one's seen yet. And Wasn't everybody wants to be there being all in WoW together. 
because it's, it's, it's it can be really fun to sometimes see all the like interesting takes about how people think mechanics work in Twitch chat. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there that meme though. where people would go like people arrive when somebody got to like the new phase and then people leave when they wipe? Yeah, it's like the most BM thing in the world. <laughs> but I always found that hilarious. No, it's it's literally, uh, literally what uh people do. But I mean, and uh, going in the world prog perspective here again about what we do with the production, everything is that we're putting the people who are the furthest ahead on stream as well. But yeah. we don't offer the full experience of their stream either. Uh, we're offering a commentary on something that's probably like at least you know a minor bit delay from what they would see if they went straight to their stream without the audio and the discussion of what they're actually hearing uh, in most cases on their stream as well. So uh, what they'll do is they'll look at our stream and be like, well, I, I want to watch this team and get into their heads and see what the mechanics are. And they'll go over to your stream and just listen to it as well. Uh, to hear what you guys are saying and things like that. It's such an interesting dynamic, the world race in Final Fantasy XIV right now. Uh, and I kind of like how it's doing, how it's working <laughs> uh, in comparison to like WoW races and everything else. And I think it does help promote all the hardcore prog teams that are streaming um, and uh, kind of push uh, traffic their way. Even Because um, right now, I, I can tell you if uh, you are world, if you're ahead on stream, unless if you're a popular streamer, they won't find you unless if you, someone says it and the word of mouth goes around and everything else. Uh, but it makes it pretty easy with, uh, I guess, doing the uh, stream that we do for it. Anyways, sorry. Big tan. Sort of a tangent. This is a world prog stream anyways. Tangents for days, dude. Yeah. Mog talk. Mog tangent. Stream. Huh? Mog <laughs> you can't have a good stream without getting stun locked. Yeah. Times. I mean, this stuff is all, like, really interesting, and it, I think this, you know, Criterion Dungeon overall is going to be a major player within the world race scene if they continue to do it even through the next expansion as well. Uh, I'm sure we're going to know. Go ahead. A testing. No, go on, please. I don't know how many people take, like, the Criterion race in, like, the world, like, race thing, like, the people doing it. I don't know how seriously a lot so, of people take it. No, they're not. But It's not the same level as Savage and Ultimate. But it's content for those players. That's fair. The people who participate in it, it's content for them. Uh, and then at some point, if they try to make it more appealing overall by adding that extra phase in there or something like that viewers would want to see, then it becomes more content for them as well. But right now, this is it's a success for me because the people who are involved and are racing want to race this content. And well, so I think... Go ahead. I, I I remember I've spoke with different teams ahead of time because I was just wondering what's everybody doing and some groups were taking a full eight and a ninth like they're just going to get everybody together and they're going to do their typical world prog thing others wanted to do that but not everybody was interested so they're taking a subset of their team um, some weren't able to like Aether Group 3 they wanted to from what I could tell but something happened last minute because of the date announcement being five days ahead of time yeah, yeah. I mean, you, no, nobody ever had, they had a group. mask off in that case. They had a group. Yeah. There's eight people in a team. Well, I mean, there's like, depending groups. on there's a team, there's 20, team, right? Dude. Yeah, but like, you can run more than one. Yeah. But like, to me, I don't think anybody takes the race for this super seriously. But the way I partly have seen it is that it's a good time to try something different. <laughs> because when you're in actual Savage or Ultimate, People don't usually try something different. 
They don't do anything different. They stick to what they know. You don't really experiment, and it only comes once every, like, eight months. You don't get a lot of practice. Now's your time to do something different to see how it works out. Well, I mean, like, in that same vein, you could argue that most people take Ultimate as serious and Savage is not serious, right? Uh, there is, like, sort yeah, of a level definitely, of... Yeah, it's, it's a smaller subset of people, I think, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and that goes down. Criterion drops off completely, but there's some people who might take it seriously, but not as much, definitely. Uh, especially since it's newer and it's not, like, established as well. Uh, but I do think, you know, everyone... Out of everyone, they take Ultimate the most serious, then Savage a little bit less serious, even though it's still taken seriously. And in Criterion, not really that serious at all. But it's still content they want to do, and it's fun. And they could take the most, like you were saying, send off. They could take risk with trying something new or different. Yeah, like, uh, like going off what Sindolf said, we, we uh, I don't know if I said this, but we didn't look at any any streams. At yeah, all you said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, like, that, like, usually, that would be like, I, I would be watching like any stream and like mm -hmm. forwarding stress. But this time, we just decided, like, you know what? Let's just try it and see what happens. Yeah. I didn't even know we were racing, dude. Yeah, like, I, 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 I honestly, I thought we were just out of it. Like, yeah, I, I thought we were just frogging. Like, I mean, you you no, were racing because someone signed up and I mean, put what is <laughs> racing? They like, like... no, they didn't let us know that BC signed up. <laughs> oh, I like, thought it was a given. Did. I thought it was, given was, I, it was kind of a given, but like, yeah. like, like when I, I say like I didn't think we were racing, it's more like I thought that we were completely like behind everyone else that it didn't. Really yeah. Matter. Oh no, I literally didn't didn't have the it's race so... mindset at all. I didn't I didn't even food prep or sleep prep. Here's the I mean, thing. To be fair, I literally like like the day before I was like, oh, I finished all my work early. I can actually be here for Criterion Six. Yeah, fuck. The the hardest thing about this content is it's so hard to know who's ahead. It's like so difficult to know who's actually ahead. Because, yeah, I think if go ahead, if you ignore the savage streamers, right? Yeah, like people just skip the mechanics in normal mode, and they're like, "Oh, we're done. We'll just go do it in savage." Those guys are not ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a clear cut. But all the people who are practicing normal, you don't, you can kind of guess. Oh, look, these guys seem to be more consistent. These guys seem to be pretty consistent as well. But I mean, you won't. There's a lot of teams who got into savage. Uh, maybe a little bit earlier than you did, but they practiced on normal a lot. And they were doing okay through normal, I think, for the most part. But they would wipe to the last boss. There's a lot of people who wiped to the last boss uh, a handful of times before you guys went in and cleared it. Makes things more exciting. I mean, it does. But it's, again, it's, it's very difficult to track. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's very, very difficult to track. Um... And so all you could really do is just say that these people have cleared normal mode first, and so they have had the most time to practice. That's it. Uh, and when people are clearing within minutes of each other, maybe they take a five-minute break longer than the other team, or maybe they're just, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, but it's still fun to experience and do and just see who clears it first. Um, so... Uh, I will say tracking-wise, uh, someone did reach out to me, and we're going to try to get a tool hopefully put together that makes this stuff a lot easier. Uh, not a third-party tool, uh, so you wouldn't download it or anything, but like a website where you could log in, link your lodestone character uh, to it, and then just like uh, be logged in, have this thing on the side, and when you clear a boss, you just click clear on it. And then... Uh, 
It sends uh, information to our tracker team to verify. Second party tool. I, I guess a, a website. It's a website. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. A website on the side. Uh, it, it, I mean, I, technically, I little... that is still a third party tool, but yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it's in Google spreadsheets and Google Forms exactly, are too, dude. right? That's that, so that, how... that, that's an entire can of worms that I could talk about for like three hours. But let's not. Do you that. know the computer you're ta you're using right now. <laughs> I feel like this falls into the acceptable area. All right, so it doesn't inject anything or pull anything from the client, and then that's okay. Uh, so yeah, the idea is that said this is a dumb conversation himself. He's like, "This is really dumb. We're not having this." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, I'm hoping that we could do that, so it would make it easier for everybody to have like a uh, hopefully friendly, accepted way from Square Enix of tracking and recording this stuff uh, in comparison to what the easy way would be. But um, this is impossible. This race is literally impossible to, uh, not impossible to track, but very difficult to track. I guess it's the right wording because no, just it's, it's all over impossible. the place. It's fucking all it's over. It's literally the impossible. It, yeah, in a, in a way. Uh, but you could get a high percentage of accuracy. I mean, after the first clear happens, you're like, well, fuck, dude. What do I do? Do I just sit here and watch a hundred streams <laughs> and just hope that you see it? Uh, people can kind of report their clears and everything else, but how accurate is that to all the other teams that have already cleared it and they didn't report it and everything? There's not a clear divide here that makes it very easy to track. But I'm hoping with yeah. doing a, making this website and everything else, maybe we can experiment, experiment with the next one uh, and make it easier to track in the yeah, future. I know she didn't update the sheet at all. Uh, I, I mean, I had someone else do it, and everyone kind of passed out and clocked out immediately after the race ended. I was up for about 48 hours by the time that we ended stream, so. Um, a little too much. Yeah, I was doing all the production for it because since these are smaller events, there's no extra real money from it to pay people to do production, uh, like from ads or anything else. So I can't really uh, make it as good as like the Savage one or the Ultimate one or anything like that. I have to, I, I have a production server that I was managing, sort of in a way. I call it a production server, but. Yeah, I mean it. It's a laptop computer. on the site. It's a computer with OBS open on it that I log in with Parsec and uh, manage it in a way. Uh, so there was a lot of work that went into it that I had to try to figure out before the event happened. I feel proud about it, but uh, we'll see <laughs> if we do it for the next one or not. It makes again throwing tracking into it on the extra part of all this stuff made it very difficult, but. Um, that's why we didn't take it as seriously. Like the last Criterion race, it's on a spreadsheet as well, but I don't have it hosted officially anywhere because we're still trying to figure out what this content really means for the race. Uh, I think for the next one, we, we should have it down a little bit more, though. I think you should probably treat it the same way the Raiders do. Time to try something new. Try, yeah, time to try something yeah. new. Uh, it's, so the, it's the experimentation phase yeah. before you do the real thing. You know, we've... We've gone on a tangent for quite a long time, and we haven't talked about the third boss yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, first so, of all, before we talk about the third boss, the sure. second set of trash is the hardest part of Savage. Do you think so? Hands it's down. fun, though. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's mostly because you can't really practice it in normal, and mm -hmm. uh, it's hard. It is. Yeah. To get it down perfectly without getting hit by a single thing, that is very hard. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, a truck, yeah, I just wanted to throw that know. in because uh, it actually is really hard. Yeah. Even if you use all your cooldowns and like the tank busters and stuff, that thing just 
destroys you. I mean, maybe, maybe you just need a better healer. I don't know. Now you need to use your invulnerable. Hey, something I need to use <laughs> I'm still here. Frog. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. Damn. No, it's so, it, it's tough. Third boss. I like the third boss. I think. I I I, I, I usually tend to like bosses that let you have really open-ended mechanics and i think the clones were kind of like that but not really you're close mm. there there are different ways of handling them if you wanted to but at the end of the day it's up to the player choice to do it the way you want to which i do like i like having options mm. that's why i think something like silky in the previous criterion dungeon is probably one of the best encounters that the game has ever released because uh you have so much player agency in that in that fight that it, it's it's incredible. You could have like completely different ways of doing it. And while I do think that uh like the third boss's clones are kind of like that, uh there's not like there's maybe like three or four good strategies. Hmm. Well like I think I saw most groups doing like the same thing. Like they developed the exact same strategy. Uh third yeah. means, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that's kind of interesting. I, uh, you know, the third one, I, I think the thing that, okay, real quick, can you explain how the clones turn? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, they, uh, they tether to you, mm -hmm. and then they will teleport behind you. So They don't I, really turn. Yeah, so yeah it, it depends on turn. your own, it depends on your own facing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they don't dash at you, they literally teleport behind you, so... I could be to the left of it, but if I'm facing north, it'll teleport behind you. So they're basically they're like the your samurai high schooler who teleports <laughs> behind you, nothing personnel kid. But okay. yeah, so okay. you can and basically they... like imagine that like the mark the samurai has over their head is over your head, and that's that's basically how he's gonna slash. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but as you were saying there, you. You wouldn't consider this the best fight of the three, please. Is that right? Uh, I think I still like the second one more. But okay. I would put them pretty close together. I mean, does everybody feel that exact same way? Yeah, I, I really like the third boss, personally, because it feels at least dynamic enough that it's different every single time you do it. Mm -hmm. And I also like the crazy amount of dodging with the water later, even though everyone hates that. The water, everyone kept saying that that was so f easy to do, but I look at it, I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't seem it's, very easy. It is it, not. It's easy about, like... It's easy, and then you have to remember you have to do the boss slashes after. Yeah, that too. And if you miss, like, the first tell, you're fucked. Or mm. you're dead. Yeah. It, it's, it's more also... like, um, for example, like, there's, like, really bad patterns you can get if, like, like, like the parallel lines go off at, like, first and second. And then mm -hmm. you're having to like you have to like move really far out to be able to like have time to dodge the diagonals when they come out as well, or just be a fucking snapshot god. Mm -hmm. It can be difficult with all the like markers and just visual clutter to the point where you don't even know what you're looking at. You're just kind of guessing based off of how they're coming in. But mm -hmm. it's also less of a problem when you just lose up time. Like whenever I just decide to run off the boss for a moment, you just focus on dodging. Try to keep up time the whole time and never like jump off that thing. Mechanics are so much easier if you don't have to keep up time. Yeah. I double range. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's why range is strong for that reason. Range is strong. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, it doesn't kill you if you put mid up. How do you feel about the uh, you know, overall <laughs> job selection going into this as well? Do you feel like uh, there's an imbalance between jobs coming here? I mean, it sounds like you're definitely partial double range. Uh, but well, that's just what we had. Do you feel like anyone, like there is a wrong choice of jobs for this content? Black mage. Black mage. <laughs> Do not. Don't bring black mage for this one. Yeah, yeah. I most, the most striking example of why you don't bring Black Mage is the first boss where you had to dodge the line AoEs. Mm. I saw Sui when we did our normal reclear, and the ley lines timing was like perfectly synced with having to do, do that mechanic. Was it? Yes. Oh yeah. Nice, nice. I wouldn't bring Black Mage, I wouldn't bring a Dark Knight. I learned it's... that in the first Criterion. Dark Knight is not good for this content at all. It is, mm-mm. It's mm -hmm. definitely uh, it's definitely different than like Savage because you you have to exclude a role. You you either bring a fizz range or a magic or magic melee or fizz range melee. And because of the way that Criterion like kind of like balances your DPS based on your jobs, it's usually not really a DPS issue. That's why I think uh, double range in general is just a lot stronger. Do you think they're gonna get rid? of... Sorry, tangent. Uh of the separation <laughs> of physical and magical ranged as a role? Um, I mean, if they did that, they would have to do a lot to, like, the damage of those roles, because I feel, I think, like, the only reason you would bring a fizz range is because of, like, the, the bonus you get. You think fizz range is our only, that's their only benefit right now to uh, if, if, if that bonus didn't exist, I, I, I would see a lot more double caster comps, I think. Yeah. Mm. Like, you'd see people, you pretty much always take a black mage and then one other thing. Because that fizz range just does not offer enough unless it's in it offers situations. You, it offers you the most consistent player in that role, in, out of every other role, because it's the easiest and lowest commitment to the mm. damage. Okay. The one other thing is maybe, like, raid CDs. Uh, I don't think that would be like that big an issue to figure it out without it. Got it. Your range play should basically never die to a mechanic once you've figured it out. Or anything at all really. That's what that's what I think a range player brings. Range players die to a lot of mechanics in the groups that I play with. Because they the range, <laughs> the range, you took the range player because the player played range because they knew they could get into a better <laughs> static. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody wants to play it. Everyone wants to play melee. Is that true? I have absolutely zero. I don't think everyone to play wants to play melee, melee but it's not true. There's a lot of players who just. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> that. Uh, play melee I think point. like ninety percent of the groups I've played with, nobody wants to be the first. During the groups I've been in, everyone wants to play melee. Nobody wants to play all those other classes. They're just not as fun. What do you mean, dude? No one wants to play fizz range. No one wants to play caster unless it's black mage. Yeah, I played this game because else. I want to play dancer. That's it. Yeah, you're fair, the little, the little, the little mini game is pretty fun. Mm. Yeah. You, you never press the same button. Yeah. Every single like pull. Dynamic movement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I play healer, but that's only because of Party Finder, and I enjoy it in Party Finder. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. That's how every healer player plays. They play it because they have to, not because they want to. <laughs> 
Well, no, no, I play it because I want to. I do play it because I want to. I want to do it in Party Finder. And that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, to go back to the original yeah. point, yeah, I think, uh, like, not splitting them would require them to, like, buff the damage of his range by a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. Or, or, like, bars. Or, like bu yes, add, add, first of all, add, add Caspar's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, they need to like either make their personal DPS higher or the like the DPS they give out higher. Like like Bard's song instead of being like fucking what is it like four percent or something? That's one percent. Make mm -hmm. it something like like it has it has to go higher if you want to get rid of that uh percentage thing. Mm hmm. Hmm. You know, honestly, you know, I. What about, real quick, before, I feel like we're skipping over to third fight a bit, but it doesn't sound like you guys were, like, too interested. I'm interested. Overall. Uh, well, it was pretty easy for us, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. I, I think the third fight is pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, like, like it, it took you a while to kind of get the, like, the, the samurai turning in mm -hmm. your head, because it's, it's something that they haven't really done before. Mm -hmm. Where, like, the boss, like, turns themselves and then, like, does that based on, like, where it's turning, I think. Mm. These pe the people in this group are fucking insane. That they <laughs> were like, oh, yeah, I can figure out where to go without having to turn my camera. I mean, now, you had a lot like, of damage downs in their send-off on that last boss. On the oh. Savage Clear. <laughs> and because I can't remember. I have a very, very poor memory. Okay, fair. I mean, you watch, you watch Narwhal stream, right, send-off? Yeah, he's got a good I feel like, I feel like he knows where to go even before the slashes happen, like, for the next two steps. I think yeah. there, there is... Because yeah. like, he, he actually has a brain. I don't... I think there's, like, some pattern. Like, you can't have, like, three of the same color. Um, mm. Like, I haven't seen that, but I think that's, like, the only real pattern I've noticed, so... Like, if you get, like, two waters, you know, the third one's gonna be out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, that was cool. I, I always like them when they introduce something completely new. I don't think they've done something like that, right? Unless, correct me if I'm wrong. Not that I remember. Like, they've done mechanics based on where you're facing, and they've done mechanics on where the boss is facing, but not where the boss turns and it does its facing again. P12? P12? P12. I mean, it only turns backwards. Oh, it, but... it only turns back and forth. Yeah, they've yeah. done something like that. Okay, yeah. Eh, yeah. kind well, of. But, it, but, it, but it's a little different. It's supposed to make it easier, isn't it? Doesn't the boss always face away from you? Or am I misremembering? Hmm? Like, if you're on the left flank, he's going to turn... Right. What is it? Counterclockwise, right? Like, away from you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's supposed to make it easier. Mm. Yeah, because you can... Uh, that's why I meant by, like, you can look at... You can turn your camera to always be looking at the boss between every one. And you know if that if the next thing is like left out, I would go left you out just go based left. off of my camera yeah. facing. Or if yeah. it's fronts, front if it's fronts, like no matter what, you always run through the boss the next time. So like you don't mm -hmm. really need to care about where the boss is facing because you should know beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. the main reason I wanted to tidy up the conversation on third boss is because I, I, I thought about it. I actually do want to hear your thoughts and predictions on FanFest announcements in the way that they're gonna maybe take some of the PvE content going forward in 7.0. Uh, so that that's why I want to make sure we're good on the third boss, because I I really want to talk about that. I do. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm full blue fever here. 
Final okay. Fantasy patch 8.0. They're skipping 7 because I forgot we're not in 7.0. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just fucking, what is it? Like, just find two words, like, you know, like, water sitter. That, that's the new expansion. That I mean, I'm looking oh, at Oh, it's expansion today. names is what you're yeah, going for yeah. right now? Noun verb. Noun verb. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, but, it, like, but like, but to be real. expansion um, name called Mistwalker? Mist. Did you not read the 4chan leaks? Mistwalker. It's gotta be something about adventuring, right? It's gonna be like Farlander or something. I don't know. But like, that's beside the point, to be serious. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't think we're gonna see... I I mean, in FanFest, I think we're just gonna see, like, uh, announcement name, I mean, the expansion name, uh, a little teaser, uh, maybe a brief overview of where we're going, and that's about all I expect. Oh, yeah, we're... We're getting the first fan fest, so we're not gonna get much information. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's going to be just like the. It's gonna be like just like the you know challenging new dungeons, vast new areas, and, and, and yeah, it'll be stuff. We're like gonna that. we're gonna get like a mini video, if I remember right. Yeah, we get like title, a little uh, the first part of the trailer. Title, maybe a little bit of the theme, but without really telling us where we're going. Unless they do tell Marisa, us, and yeah. then they we'll tell you how we're getting there. We have no idea. You don't think that they're going to... Because they do talk about Savage every once in a while, uh, right? They, they, they do they, do it every once in a while. Say, they talk about their raid. They say, Savage is coming out. This is going to be our theme and everything. And every once in a while, they'll give an extra detail. I think... I, I'm trying to remember uh, about how they might take the direction of that. Or how they might change it a little bit or something of that nature. Or why this is interesting. Uh, outside of like the story stuff. They did... I think they, they have a couple of times just said, Hey... La Habrea, uh, we can't, it's too story related. We can't talk about it anymore. And they've just skipped over it. Uh, I think uh, they kind of did that maybe with Shadowbringers a bit and they just showed an image of Gaia. <laughs> and that was all they did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, it's a little weird because the last fan fest they did was like online. Right. Ball. So we didn't really get like the, the typical like, NAJP, NAUJP thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think we're just gonna get like at most like uh the announcement of like where we're going. Okay. Or just like a general a general theme of it. But other than that, like there might be you know Yoshida might come out with a shirt with some like cosmic right. language that some genius is is gonna decipher. I still I still don't understand how they figured out Samurai. It's bothered me for years. I mean, that's pretty good. But, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I'm really expecting much outside of that. I I will be there screaming like, "Let's go!" Though because are I'm all like, of you guys going to fest? Yeah. No, just no. Cleve and I. I think it's just me and Sendoff in this. Okay. Yeah. Didn't get a ticket. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, Cleve, Sendoff, make sure you you find me at some point. Uh, Hopefully, yes. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, and not like last time when I think Fold brought Cleese up, and then you yeah, yeah. Like, look, look at this guy. This guy that did the Gretz JP. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing. It was. <laughs> it was I was literally great. just thrown in in front of you. It's like hi. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, uh, no, I, I, uh, I wasn't expecting it at all. I didn't Maya, of course. That's what I'm. I, I, I love that shit. Uh, is meeting people, and I don't. Here's the thing: like 
everybody fucking knows what I look like, but I don't know what half the motherfuckers that raid look like. <laughs> look exactly like I look in my profile picture. I believe it, right? What, what, what if everyone just wears, like, their anime avatar masks? Then they would recognize them. <laughs> fucking big ass, like, It's true. <laughs> or, you know, I hate just... how well that would work. Some people wear jerseys and they put their names on it, you know? I mean, to be fair, uh, last FanFest, I used to carry around a little Ramu plushie, and that's how people knew who I was. Oh, okay. I could wear my Elysium t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I fits, though. That'd be good. I mean, Sindoff, you're doing some face streams recently, so you kind of... Everyone uh, knows what I look like. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little bit different, but I think there's just so many people out there. Like, I literally just don't know uh, who people are until they, they come to me and tell me. Um, so I hope people do that. I, I feel bad when people are like, oh, yeah, I saw you, but I didn't say anything. I just, you know, whatever. I was too shy. I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't that get one it. guy in your it. Twitch chat who's like, who's gonna come say hi, and you're gonna say, are you gonna be like, oh, I'm in your chat all the time, and you just don't remember? Oh, you don't remember? I mean, it happens. Gonna ha that moment's gonna happen. It, it happens. One hundred percent. That that stuff happens uh, all the time, uh, and uh, I feel I feel miserable about it. Uh, but I mean, it's okay. I think I think most people understand too. Like someone's gonna come up and be like. Hey, I am Kira Sheeran. I'm like, who? Who? Who's that? W H Omega Lol. Yeah, I, I really don't know who that person is. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, great. Thanks for watching. You know, man, I appreciate it. I'm just really bad with names. Yeah. Really, really bad with names. <laughs> Especially when somebody doesn't use the same name for like Twitch and like their in-game name. Yeah. And on Discord, it gets worse. It, it's it's so much harder. I blank on that stuff too. I'm gonna to be honest. People who would come up and tell me so, and I, I, there's no way that I wouldn't know who they are. Just for some reason, my mind isn't functioning and processing the relation of name to person and where where they're from because I've already been thinking about so many other things that day. Uh, I feel bad aren't about you, that too. But aren't you doing commentary at FanFest? Yeah, I am. I, I'm gonna do the Crystalline Conflict commentary on Saturday, and so I'm hoping. Uh, please send off, you know, and whoever else might be going. Do me a favor and just go and watch it, even if you don't care for Crystalline Conflict. Just like show up, just so you can like scream when I go on stage. And I got you. I got yeah, you. I, I just appreciate it. You know, I don't. I'll it's already awkward. Entire, in a way. I'll have the I'll have the online stream like rooting for you too, dude. <laughs> okay, that that'd be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because I, I want Square Enix to feel confident about bringing in people from the Final Fantasy XIV community to do things like their events and stuff. Like, this has been something... I, I don't know, does BlizzCon do this, where they bring in content creators to, like, host panels and stuff and everything? Uh, I feel like that would be... Yeah. I feel like that's something that would be... Letting, like people in the community come up that they can be like well we can kind of trust these people not to be horrible on a public platform and put them out there uh to talk to people and stuff and make it more than just like a handful of panels make it to where there's like a larger overall event where there's a second stage third stage whatever and people are kind of just doing stuff and having fun with it i think that would be uh pretty cool while you're there, do you get to interview any of the dev team, like Yoshi P or anything? I don't think I so. I think we get to meet him at some point, but... 
Yeah, I, I've met him plenty of times. I've interviewed him plenty of times, but I don't have Time currently any access to an interview with uh, him or anyone. So now is your time to invite him on the podcast. Well, here's the thing. Uh, send off. Uh, I, again, I, I think <laughs> you have ruined my opportunity on uh, uh, you know that happening, and it's okay. I'm fine with it. It's not my fault. You know, he. I he... want to say hi to him, but I, if he knows like... who I am, I feel like he's just gonna glare angrily at me. Yeah, that, that guy. I, I, I can never, I can list. never tell Yoshida who I am because if not, like he's literally just going to like punch me with like his five rings or something. I want to ask him for waymarks back. <laughs> <laughs> they give us a ping system. Uh, see, here's the thing, and he's going to be, and honestly, uh. Cleese has been to Sindoff, have you been to a fan fest before? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, I went to the previous year. Okay, okay. Because uh, he stops just in the middle of the hallway and stuff and talks to people and says yeah. hi and like everything. It's it's not too hard to grab yeah, Every once in a while he has to run, but yeah. I did actually, like, in last fan fest, I met uh, Nakagawa, I think that's who his name was, who did like, and I was like, oh, I'm a big fan of like Ulu or whatever. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Find the top guy and just be like, be like you made some really fun content. However, however, you know what's funny is that you guys might not think that he knows, uh, like a handful. Of, well, he knows a lot of people who do the world race stuff. Uh, he, I know, he, yeah, I know he knows. Yeah, I've, he knows. I've heard all that. Yeah. So, uh, so if you tried really, to tell him, he would know. It, it's really interesting when you think about it because it's like you know that the dev team's paying attention and you know that they're actually they know everybody they they have from what i've been told like they have files on people they pay attention. They have files of people. i don't know about I files. Mean, like, like, they kind of need to know who like the streamers are right who the influencers are because eventually they come to like the media tour and they have to invite people and they have to get into different like crowds and stuff like not just for like stuff like rating obviously you want to get mm -hmm. content creators you want to get people who are actually going to make things on it and then if they ever do an event they need people to invite they want to know who the community is listening to for certain things like they have to if they want to know their community and know their game they kind of have to mm -hmm. well i mean yeah like it's a requirement that's what the as community a reps are for community yeah, reps but those too, community yeah. reps will also eventually change like some people will quit some people yeah, will be brought in and unless you actually have that quote file on hand you just have to hope they know. You know what's funny? Uh, the community team turnover is actually. I mean, there are there are Small, people. Right? Uh, it's not that there's a lot of people who've been there like for a very very long time, and I know them and I've talked to them, and they're all. I I believe they're all awesome people. <laughs> right? I did turn I did final coil with uh, their head of community NNA Bam him. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he was in uh he was in BG for a short amount of time. And I remember he, like, back then they had to post stuff on Lodestone, like, manually or something. Oh. And so it was, like, 6 a.m. And we're just, we're like, okay, we're going to keep you awake and we're dragging you into UCOB. And we're doing, not UCOB, FCOB. And we're doing, like, seven-man clears to get him through <laughs> on, like, a random day. Mm. He, he's a cool guy. Oh, they're all really cool. Uh, or else, you know, I, of course... I wouldn't be going to FanFest if I didn't think these guys were good people either. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity and luck to be able to talk to them, to be able to know them personally enough to uh, think they're good people. Uh, but I do think as well, like going through just FanFest in general, um, 
I I just hope that like they do think positively about the people, the content creators, and everything that are going there as well, uh, and try to involve them in the events a little bit more too. Because um, I think that would be really cool. And so that's why I'm like, hey, when I go on stage, cheer, be like, yay! All right, that'd be great. So I would like to see more content creator stuff at FanFest. However, I think part of what SE's trying to do, or at least would be my thought process is it is that they want to also provide an experience that only they can do because this is their this is the time once every two three years that they get to come out and do things you can go to twitch and see your favorite content creator anytime well but yeah it'd still be nice to see like this is going to be our time to finally hear from some of the developers regarding like development of content how do they do it um Mm -hmm. what is the process but you can see that on their live letters too when they do that right you yeah, can, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, there, there's sometimes more in-depth questions, like, that you like, like they did, they once had that, like, like battle design panel, which was yeah. really cool. That's always yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah. I mean, they do that sometimes, again, on live letters, right? Not as much. Uh, but they do it with, they've done it with, like, story and glamour and UI and yeah. things like that. Like, they've done a handful of different things with it. Um, I want to, I really want to know how they handle stuff like feedback sometimes. Yeah, because Yoshi P even said at the very something that still rings true is that the most the group that is the loudest is usually just those who hate it the most and complain the most. He said something like that in ARR. So you uh, have to look at more than that. Yeah, yeah, you got to look at stats and numbers and actual like information outside of just like the people who are actually talking because I mean you you yeah. take that stuff feedback needs to be taken with always some level of salt grain of salt to it right. Um, yeah so but then there's things like like i'd want to know what the guy who made the guy who made top he also made tea correct please uh i want to say yes yeah no. so like a lot of people complained tea was too easy mm-hmm. and then top gets complaints that it's too hard also there's complaints about p1 being boring but the rest of the phase like i think i think top's great beyond p1 i actually really like it and I'm I've been curious about it because how do they take that feedback and use it to create the next bit of content? What were they thinking in some ways? Like DSR, I think is it intended to be harder than top, but I think almost most people will tell you top is harder than DSR. Mm-hmm. So what's like the design philosophy there? Why does SE seem to think that? And then there's just how com- how is the person who made T, a fight that people generally think is pretty easy, able to create, capable of creating top. To me, that says he made a much harder fight for top, for T, I mean, at one point. And there is evidence to suggest that the fight was dialed back a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'd be curious to know if, like, somebody ever got that, got them in an interview room to, like, really go into deep dive as to, like, how does this happen? How, does, how do you iterate on these things? Because you also have to make something that's fun at the same time, but you can't spend forever on it because at some point you're going to get to a point and it's like, okay, what we got's got to ship out. Mm-hmm. And they have to know it's fun. And the only testing they're going to get is internally, right. not externally. Like there, There's a lot of interesting things there that I would love to see more info on. I, you know, uh, and I think... It's mediator is usually when that stuff can really get uh, ground mm-hmm. out, right? Uh, because they do invite content creators and everything to that, and they invite press and everything. 
I think that's when you get the most questions. And so write it down, send off somewhere. <laughs> Edited, if oh. I get lucky enough uh, to be able to be invited to one of those things again, I will add you know some of these questions to my list of questions I would ask, right? I will try to keep that in mind. I have my thought that if I ever get invited to a media tour, which will be never, they'll yeah, never no. invite me. Yeah. I'm going to ask a bunch of like endgame raiders and stuff and be like, okay, what are the questions that we've always wanted to ask? They all forget. That we never get. They all forget and they all blank out and like I've done this before and like I get a couple of questions, right? <laughs> you, so... you gotta ask more than once. Because the first you gotta, time they you gotta definitely ha- it's will like forget. it's like difficult because you have to ask a question. That you know they're not gonna like skirt by yeah. and say either we're looking into it or something yep, yep, that you're yep. just not gonna say. That's don't, tough. don't tell me console limitations. PS3 limitations is the answer. Yeah. Uh anyways though. Uh to go back to the content creator thing, just uh, one comment. I know most people go they go for the expansion release and to be in an environment with their friends. That's why they go. And the developers are there and it's exciting to see developers and everything else. But some people are just even though the content creators are not like the goal, I mean they're part of the community and part of what happens with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen. While it's there's not a lot of content out there, there's people who are out there trying to make something of content, right, and keep people engaged and all other stuff. And they're there. That's kind of what could happen with FanFest. You could expand upon it instead of just having four or five panels a day. You can have multiple panels throughout the entire thing, and then. Uh, even though someone doesn't want to go to this panel, maybe they want to go to this panel kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that would be very nice. I'd I think that would see that. just create extra content that would be a low cost because most content creators would do it just to do it. <laughs> so, uh, That being said, though, I do think that next week is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. It's going to be absolutely insane for me. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I hope everybody's excited for it. Um, I'm excited to see what the. Beat 12s ahead of time. Hopefully, I beat P12s on Monday. We'll see. I don't. I I I will say that I am. It 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 takes a very certain kind of stubbornness that is appealing, that you were doing to go through PF like that because I know you could just ask, and people would carry you through. I could get a clear and a weapon in no time. I I could have cleared this pretty quickly, but. Uh, and I mean, sometimes naturally that happens during stream anyways, right? And so, like, I start up the party finder. Usually the very beginning is just random people, but then someone tags along eventually, and, you know, it kind of grows and whatever else happens with that. Mm-hmm. But I never intentionally go out and say, hey, I need seven people who can carry me through this fight. Uh, because it's, there is this, <clears throat> I don't know, sick satif- uh, satisfaction that I get out of uh, doing it with random people and having those interactions. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm going to keep having those interactions later, uh, but um, I don't know. You don't get that anywhere else. All the the sweaty people trying to clear it in Party Finder, <laughs> all the craziness that happens with it. Even though I don't clear it that fast, it's a lot of fun and it's a whole experience. And it's content. And it's content, right? Uh, I mean, I don't think I would have ran into. Uh, the whole controversy of if black mages should move for a mechanic where they're supposed to move for. <laughs> I don't think... Fuck that. Controversy. <laughs> the controversy. I didn't even realize it was. I didn't think... You know, I wouldn't run into the the tanks that are saying, hey, I haven't actually seen any of these mechanics that I said I would see for, but I'm using potions every single time, so that means I'm taking it seriously. 
uh, things like that. Uh, just some really just weird, like this. The people are what make Party Finder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's it. It's it. I mean, I do some PF too. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's definitely very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best content to heal because you use all of your tools and you have to use... It's reactive. You're reacting the entire fight. It's not going to be the same fight uh, when you get into a different group because uh, people are going to heal differently. Uh, people are going to mess up differently. Uh, and you have to know what to look out for. And you have to make up for different things. Like this group might need more damage. This group might need more zombieing through, but damage would be part of that as well at the end if they're zombieing through it. Um, and when you can heal, uh, when you when you can res, when you can uh, to use certain things like LB timing, healer LB three timing is actually pretty unique uh, in certain fights too. About when's the right time to do it, right? If you hit it at the exact right point, then uh, you could possibly still clear. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm really bad at this game that I have so much fun with it. But uh... I mean, it's a good way to improve. Yeah. I will say also people who are bad at the game often have a lot of fun playing the game a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, if you're they, enjoying they the game, <laughs> yeah, they still a lot of people they have when that's the case they have a they get more satisfaction out of doing it because they can also see results of them getting better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, that all being said, you know, going back, this is the the final tangent of this show just because Fan Fest was coming up. Um. Do you feel like uh, we have any other big topics that we might have missed with Criterion? I think we hit it pretty well, though. There is one that I wanted to bring up, or sure. at least a statement, something I wanted to say. Yeah. So, after we cleared, and other groups started clearing, I would go through streams, I would talk to some people in DMs who had also cleared, and the one thing, something that I noticed is that everybody said they were tired. <laughs> Ten hours in, they said they were tired. That's typically nothing for a actual like savage tier. But suddenly yeah. everybody's getting tired ten hours in when usually on savage you go twice that length on the first day. You go like twenty plus hours. But now you're tired after yep. ten hours? Like what changed? Mental well, prep. Paul doesn't do any sleep prep. I mean yeah, sleep no, prep. No mental prep. Uh and expectations that it could be done quicker. Yeah, I I think that's part of it. Um but the other aspect of it is I think there's part of it is because one there is a lot of mechanics happening at once. Mm. Um, there's a lot to be looking at. There's not really a you don't really get a break with this criterion. It just keeps throwing things at you, especially while you're learning. And things like rotation and memory mechanics, you know, in like the third boss, that requires your full attention. You cannot sleep on that unless you're just built for that. You can't sleep on it. Mm. You're just it's going to quickly mentally exhaust you doing that over and over again no that makes sense and i felt like we had experienced that as well in the first criterion this one i definitely started feeling tired i got i started having a pounding headache i didn't do sleep adjustment either but mm -hmm. i knew i could keep going for a while but yeah i i remember i was speaking to someone from like aether group three and they even said that like once we cleared like they knew they had to push through eventually like they were tired but they had to push through and the key words there is push through yeah because it seems like they some people that i spoke to other groups like they wanted to throw in the towel at that point like they were done 
Like, it's already been cleared. They're kind of done at this point. Whereas others, they kept going through, but they were very visibly tired. You can open up their stream. They sound tired. They say they're tired. But it and didn't last that long. There's no plan for a second day on this as well. And so it's I mean, like... Some you... of them did do a second day. Oh, yeah. did they? Yeah, yeah like Neverland did. Oh, they went to sleep and then woke back up and tried to clear it yeah. right after? Yeah, okay. they woke back up and they killed it. Um, I, I think most teams were like, we, we have to push through. If we want to get first, it has to be cleared today. We, when it's done, we won't, we're not done until we can figure out how to get through this thing that we've been trying to get through forever. It's just the same fights over and over again. We know how to do it. We just mess up to one little mechanic and have to start back over kind of thing like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think this is, you are right about it overall just being more exhausting to do. Yeah, especially when you start entering Savage, the, uh, with you being able, with having no raise, that adds an extra level of tense, intenseness to the fight. Mm -hmm. Like, you have the intensity, you have the jitters coming in, especially since it's 20 minutes plus. Yeah. Um, I don't think we really experienced a lot of that, personally. We but don't. you did know, like, the moment we entered the first boss... I think for, like, the first 20 minutes, like, we were just feeling it a little bit. Like, okay, this is, this is savage. Like, this is real now. And mm -hmm. it saps more energy out of you until you just adapt to that. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like we got uh, lucky in some regards because I don't think we ever fully experienced the mental fatigue that other groups were feeling running savage for that long. Because without prog, it did kind of feel like we were making some sort of progress at all points of time. Even if it was just like refining a strat mm -hmm. or something else. And like by the time we cleared normal, everyone was kind of like high off the normal clear. Like, okay, we'll go into Savage now and everyone's kind of confident in everything they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. worked out for us really well. I knew once we entered Savage, like I, I the whole time through... I was like, okay, we're very behind. I'm surprised the fight hasn't even been killed yet. Has it been killed yet? Like Cleese said, I thought we were like three hours behind everybody else. But I knew... <laughs> I, I assumed it was cleared already. Yeah, so did yeah, I, actually. Like... I thought it was cleared when we were on the second boss, to be honest. <laughs> but I knew that like, I could see this progress happening throughout the whole thing. There, We go through the first one shot. We go through the second boss, one or two shot, pretty easy. We'd make it to the third. We'd just grind that out. I knew once we made it to Savage that we're just going to blast through it. Mm -hmm. And other groups who that actually went through normal, um, I think it had the same thing. When I was speaking with uh, AG3, they said, I think the first time they made it to the final phase, they timed out in Savage. Then the second time, they cleared it. Because they spent plenty of time in normal. Yeah. Like, it was just all that prep work coming together at the very end. Right. Yeah. And on the topic of being tired, I know that, at least for myself, I that was one of the main things I personally tried to improve on coming out of top because top there's a lot I did going into it to try and like do better but I was very exhausted in top and that was when a lot of the uh that's when a lot of the mistakes start coming in is when you're tired so I've tried to do more for my own health and wellness in order right. to be able to go longer and that helped in this last tier until yeah. we hit like hour 22 then it's all out the window it was all out the window then that was an absolute disaster <laughs> at rough. that point yeah 24 out 25 hour raid to clear <laughs> did I'll you guys talk about that one. go ahead please yeah 
No, let's not talk about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, do you guys all feel pretty much the same way? That there's a lot of fatigue just with doing I this? Think, I think the main fatigue comes in if you're in, in Savage for too long. Like, if you're in normal, you, you don't have that tenseness at all, right? Mm -hmm. it, 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 like, you, you can fuck up, and it's, and it's fine. Right. Because you're, you're still, like, practicing the mechanics, right? So... If you spend more mm -hmm. time in normal than when you get to savage and you're like better, you you have less like mental fatigue. You haven't right. like felt felt as tense like for a while, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that that's also like a really big thing when it comes to criteria. Mm -hmm. Probably that makes it a little different from anything else. Yeah, as long as you can make it past the ads, <laughs> that's where the right. that's where the big tenseness comes in. It's like all oh, these ads are hell, and then once you pass there, it's like oh, I know this. I've done this a million times. Yeah. It's like any other reclear. Right. All right. Well, anyone else? Anything about uh, Criterion you guys want to hit on before we close up the show? When are you doing Criterion? <laughs> I mean, the, the normal mode isn't that bad. Yeah, I'll probably do normal mode at some point. Uh, my, my big goal right now is to just get Savage down completely. I mean, being at Caloric 2, uh, it's kind of like this needs to be my focus. Um, and then uh, with, uh, I guess, the FanFest coming up and everything else, uh, that's going to be completely my focus for uh, the next week or so. And then uh, I, I will probably go to... Um, when, there's, when I'm like, hey, I need a break from Party Finder. Because Party Finder is just where I get my joy out of Final Fantasy XIV right now. It really is. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of burnt out on it overall, uh, but luckily not me. TF is fun. It is so much fun. It is, it is literally the most enjoyable thing for me in the game right now. Um, can't get mad at PF at least. That's one of the things is like it's just random people can't get mad. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I mean, it's a huge variety of different people coming with different dedications to the game, different uh, opinions and thoughts about, you know, where they should be on the game. And I'll just, I have a couple of hours, I have this amount of time uh, to do this content. Um, and everyone has a different attitude about getting pissed off if you don't get a first pull uh, clean, right? Uh, all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's fun to navigate, again, the people of Party Finder more than the content itself. Um, but that being said, yeah, that's going to be my focus. And then I'll probably f throw that in there. I'll probably do Blue Mage at some point. I'll probably uh, do a handful. I need to do some Palace of the Dead, too. Because uh, I feel like the Necromancer title is kind of really good for a healer right now that heals in Party Finder. Um, When's Variety? Variety is when top's beaten. Ooh, okay. Top kills so much of my free extra time right now, even though it's only three nights a week. You it's could also get a seven other gamers. I'm going to be honest. I have been definitely <laughs> been thinking about it. I've been thinking on it, but I do want to. You're going to be thinking about it when you're in P5. I'm telling you yeah. that much. P5, the fight hasn't even started yet. Yeah. That's but my... the worst reality. The group I'm with, the, the gamers that I'm playing with have been working pretty hard to kind of, mm -hmm. you know, do what they're doing. And so I kind of want to stay on track with them. If it falls apart, then that's what I'll do. <laughs> but uh, 
there's enough people who are like in that same state that I am that no one in my party has officially cleared that I know of yet. Uh, and I don't know if we'll get to the point to when we clear it that it will be all people. Like they might get it cleared in Party Finder because they are practicing in Party Finder and other things like that. Um, but uh, it is interesting to go through it with a group of people who haven't cleared it yet. Um, and uh, see what that would look like at the very end of the day. Uh, very casual, super hardcore casual setting where you're only doing nine hours a week. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I lose my mind. It's rough. Uh, but yeah, it's after that, I do something. I want to keep doing it until it's done. Yeah, it's like it's like an illness. I I will probably do variety after that because that I I do want to make sure I'm playing other games besides Final Fantasy. All right, uh, see you in Elden Ring. Elden Ring, I have it bought, and I bought it right before my daughter was born, so I barely have been able to play it. Uh, I do want to get into that. Elden Ring is something that I want to do. Uh, anyways, really fucking off topic right now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that being said, we might as well go ahead and start wrapping up things. Yeah. Uh, we might as well start wrapping things up. Uh, guys, it's been a blast to have you on here. Congratulations on the victory, too. Um, I don't know if you guys have all filled out the form, but we'll get the uh, the headsets from Corsair. And thank you, Corsair, for giving those headsets. It was very last minute uh, trying to get some of that stuff together. Uh, but yeah, I'll get that over. And it only to the four people who cleared, though. That's okay. Well, Sorry. Is, if Vi or Cleese want one, they can have mine. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's this, the other this, option, this too. Is, right? This is what rips the static apart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I truly there. believe. It's because of Corsair. <laughs> in many ways, the 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 outside people contributed more than the actual players. I mean, it is literally because up to I the team. For, well, no, I <laughs> yeah, know it's, for it's, an ass, the whole team, but yeah, I also know for a fact that we would have not gone first mm -hmm. if we had two groups running. Hmm. Some of the stuff that was really helpful to us of getting like info from either Cleese or info from Vise that would not have happened. Right, studying, we analyzing, had, and making sense yeah, of everything. Yeah, we would not yeah. have had that. We would have had certain mechanics we would have been weaker on and would have taken longer. I mean, we still had a two-hour window left, but mm -hmm. there's a good chance it might not have worked out. Yeah. If we had two groups running. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I... What a uh, scenario. But yeah, and uh, I, I think that... Uh, you you are absolutely right. Uh but when we're dealing with rewards and metrics and understanding how many rewards to give, there's no way to calculate the outside members and their contributions. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Everything do. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely rough. Yeah. It's usually a variable amount. Yeah. Uh, but that all being said, you guys have been great to talk to. I mean, again, it's been over two hours. Uh, definitely filled up a full show with this, and it kind of went by pretty fast. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing a, a couple of you guys, of course, at FanFest and everything. Um, but before we leave, I do want to give you guys all a little bit of time to just say whatever you want to say. Like, if you want to say thanks to any shout outs to anyone in your group or anything or anyone else or uh, any last couple words. And I'll, I'll go alphabetical here too. Uh, Ash, is there anything uh, you want to close off on? Just shout out to Svee. I think he's still in the hospital. Oh, is he? Uh, he, he had like, a, I think it was just like a. I don't remember, but he's fine. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was the thing. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Yeah, shout out to Spee. I uh, hope things are going okay for him then. All right. Please. 
Uh, shout outs to Sidewalks for keeping me off the street. That um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to find me in socials, it's Cleese basically everywhere except for Twitter, where it's Cleese with five E's. Mm, mm. Yeah, are you on uh, Threads? I am not on Threads. I don't want to install a Facebook app on my phone. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I kind of don't want to have a Twitter app on my phone either now, though. That's so it's, fair. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Rough out there. Yeah. Uh, Shin? Uh, shout out to Vi and Cleese. They did really well first. Okay. All right. Send off? Yes. Yeah. Shout out to the team. Everybody uh, did a good job. Thanks, Vi and Cleese, as well, for putting in the work on the edge. Well, on like the side, especially you, Vi, because you didn't have to, you could have played if you wanted. Hmm. Okay. And thanks as well, Frosty, for covering all this. And the other teams who went through everything, because like it's not a race unless other people also do it. Otherwise, yeah. there, it doesn't really exist. No, you're right. You're right. But yeah. You can find me in, uh, on uh, Send Off on Twitter or on Twitch. Probably be streaming. Actually, I'll be streaming tomorrow. So. Yeah, at like 11 a.m. Got some reclears to do. Okay, okay. Vi? Uh, my biggest shout out to you, Frosty, for always doing a stellar job <laughs> at covering the world race for so many years. Stellar's not the right word, but yeah. Doing it. <laughs> Is that it, Vi? Oh, shout out the rest of the team, I guess. Yeah. It's free, wherever he may be. I think okay. they all did exceptional. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, on the very low chance that uh, Yoshida or someone from the development team uh, reads a translation or hears anything from the show at all, do any of you guys have anything you would want to say to him? Sorry. <laughs> Sindolf does, does not speak for all of us, please. Okay. It, it was Sindolf, I mean, not Phantom. He's been he's been wrongly accused. No, I I apologize for that. The other time I was on, I said it was me, not Phantom, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. said those words. And I mean no ill intent. It was just that came out. Yeah. And it, it it does not sarcasm does not translate well okay. to Japanese. Everybody knows that sarcasm does not translate well. And uh, I am very sarcastic. I I, feel I mean you. no ill intent. Okay. But I do sometimes feel like the they're a little disconnected from the end game group okay. community. But right. that doesn't All really right. matter because right. we are not everything. We are yeah. not everything. They have to make the game for everyone, not just a subset of people. But right. We'll still complain because it's fun. I mean, that's because it's, yeah, it's your world. Yeah, I get it. Um, okay. Anyone else? Anything about Criterion, maybe? It's good. Please keep doing it. Okay. Can the last one be a 48 man as well? <laughs> Actually, I will way. say, yeah. 48 man content is fucking sick, and I love it. It is I want awesome. I actually can't wait for the next one because I've been talking to some people, and there's a good chance that there could be like a group that has like a bunch of world prog teams together, and it's just gonna. I yeah, really want to. I well, that means you're gonna have a billion cooks in the kitchen. Yep. Oh but no. I'm really interested to see how it like how the dynamic works. Like, that's a people... simple macro problem. I don't and then think like you guys prep so we can divvy up responsibilities properly. 
you get the super team together of 48 like really skilled players and they're all just butting heads the entire time and then just some it other team works. comes and wins and then it fractures that entire community of world broggers and you all part of being good at something is knowing when to be quiet it's true yeah there's a there's a point when you got to know that it's like okay in this situation don't open your mouth don't speak just listen to what a dictator has to say because (laughs) if everybody's trying to stick their hands in it and like a 48 man trying to talk at the same time coming up with strategies it's just Mm -hmm. polluting it Mm -hmm. it's it's not gonna work listen to the commander in certain cases okay okay but who is the commander who knows test of that's the battle i'm actually the commander of every single raid team in in the game right now (sighs) everything goes beyond my machination etc etc okay sorry that was a bad joke (laughs) or was it and the world prog cartel (laughs) everything's been fixed from the start oh my gosh why do you think all the like top groups always have the same players in them yeah no that makes sense yeah 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 Makes you think. Lighting up. Why do the people who are good at the game always <laughs> end up on top? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. I want to shout out more people. Go, do it, do it. Uh, Iggy, Kyo, Rhaegar, and Yoko are the four members of our team. Okay. Who were not with us this time and doing the right thing. Awesome, awesome. Well, with that being said, uh, special shout out to, of course, all of you guys again. I think uh, I, w- I want to see how this evolves for the next one, what it's going to look like. Uh, and I do want to do a quick shout out, of course, to all the teams as well. Uh, I do think that uh, I had no clue what this was going to look like, how many players are going to be interested in every- everything. It all kind of came together in the end, uh, where we saw the interest uh, perk up. Uh, but it was just a, a difficult time for planning and everything else. But I, I am excited to see that there are so many people who are just wanting to see something happen uh, and allowed me to put some level of spotlight on it, uh, even though it's not maybe as big of a spotlight as Savage or Ultimate. Uh, again, this is something, if there's something that we can put together for the teams and the people who make uh, World Prog happen, I'd like to do it. Um, unfortunately, Blue Mage content came out at the same time. I know a lot of people were very excited about what was going to happen with that too <laughs> but i can't track two raises at the same time uh so congratulations to the people who were doing uh, uh sort of a race for blue mage uh during this period as well um the last last bit for people who are just interested in mock talk channel stuff here uh we are going to have top prog tomorrow p12s prog monday uh reclear maybe some prog on tuesday then the stream is going to be in this weird state of i have no clue what's going to happen probably nothing uh, while i'm out at FanFest, i have uh debated trying to do a couple of live streams and stuff uh from the event but i don't know if i have the confidence to say we will do something uh in the technology at least that i'm bringing down so we'll see if something can happen if so then maybe we'll have a couple of uh on venue just streams of just going around maybe walking around or maybe talking to people or something while we're out there uh but we'll see it's just the technology portion is so difficult for remote streaming and i don't have three thousand dollars to spend on a really good setup to make it happen uh and yeah you could use just a phone turn it on run with it uh 
but the phones overheat phones run out of battery really quick uh data uh is sometimes unreliable uh so i won't know until i'm there if things are working and where it will work at uh so we have to kind of play it by ear uh, and see how it goes uh you know, this is the perfect opportunity to record mm -hmm. a youtube video oh yeah preparing for the commentator the behind the scenes look oh preparing yeah that, yeah and then release that after i'm sure my nda does not allow me to do that <laughs> but well i don't know how much behind the scenes recording i will be allowed to do uh during that just but, ask yeah be like yo can i do this and they'll just be like yeah sure <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, that's, that's, that's how yeah, we'll sure. Go. You got, but you have to ask higher up. If you ask community rep, they're gonna say no because they think the higher. I have up to ask Yoshida. No. But if you, you ask Yoshida, he'll probably Yoshida say yes himself. because he'll just be like, yeah, the guy's just fucking making some content. Like, who yeah, cares? can you imagine? Like, I, I'm sitting, going backstage, we're doing, setting up everything. Yoshida comes by, the translator's there, and then like, uh, he's like, hey, thank you for doing this and everything. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, good to see you. All that great stuff. I'm like, yeah, you too. It's like, and then I'm like, hey, why well, gotcha? Can I just record a whole bunch of shit? <laughs> and just use it for my own profit. Simply learn Japanese. Yeah. No, he, he can understand. I mean, he, he can understand. Oh, yeah, he can understand for the most part. Because most times when you interview, there's like a, a handful of times where it's not 100% true or like if he's just waiting for a translator to clear up some things, maybe he didn't understand completely. Uh, but I have seen him in multiple situations where questions were asked and he's like acknowledging it all and he's understanding it and he's prepping what he's going to say while the translator's translating. That's honestly impressive. I don't know how people who speak two different languages do that. That sounds so hard. Yeah. It's, it's all, the secret is to learn them as a kid. Yeah, that's it. I uh, speak one language. Yeah, I can barely speak one as well. You ever see me try to spell? I speak one language Actually, I know plus... I please has seen me try to spell. I can't do it. 1% of a few languages. Uh, one percent of a few languages. Anyways, anyways, why haven't we ended the show yet, guys? Thanks for coming on the show. I hope you uh, all have a wonderful time at FanFest for the ones that are going. Hope you have a wonderful time, everybody who's watching it remotely. Uh, and uh, I don't think we'll have a mog talk next weekend, but if we do, it'll be a live venue mog talk where I will scrounge a couple people together to see if we can talk about some stuff. Uh, if we can figure something out. Otherwise, awesome. It'd be great. I would love to do it, but I have to see if I can make it happen. I do have this. I, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not talking more. All right, we're in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll do a raid here in just a second. Uh, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Everybody say bye and wave. Bye. Bye. I'm waving bye. at the screen. Bye.